0: Yo, excuse me, miss. Yeah. Have you ever seen a show with a couple on the mic with bad content, and it don't come out right? We tight. They ain't never tight. And that's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight, on this every mic, you're about to hear, we We swear, swear the the best podcast podcast of the the year. year. So, so, here we go. Screen Bible. Also, if you didn't know, this is our show. Hey, I like that. Here we go. America. 20 to life. welcome 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 y'all to america Twenty of life how is everybody doing today is my tuesday wednesday thursday the fruzy's the fry day. <laughs> pretty
1: much that's about right <laughs> that's it y'all. i was on a whole conference call today and thought today was tuesday the whole time
0: it don't matter
1: it, it doesn't but yeah
0: but it's wednesday y'all it is right right yeah yeah yes <laughs> So, welcome to the show, y'all. America, Twenty to Life. We got a whole lot of stuff to cover today. As some of you may know,
1: woo, what a day! Uh,
0: we've been in the news a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, nothing um, major. Yeah. So, can you turn your Wi-Fi off on your phone? I don't know. I don't know. I'll make sure we got a good connection here.
1: I think it's off. Yeah.
0: yep. Um. So, anyways, we had a little, a little uh, adventurous day today. So, we're gonna talk a little bit about what that was, uh, what took place, um, the reasons why it took place. You guys are getting an exclusive interview. My phone been blowing up all day about this <laughs> situation. So we're going to talk a little and about that. Who was there, what we what we uh, aim to accomplish, and all of that stuff. So outside of that, babe, what's going on? What's the, what's the haps with the craps? I
1: mean, if people were with us on Monday, we talked a little bit about it and- Actually, we talked a lot about it on Monday.
0: Yeah. So we talked about but, our rights. You got yeah. your I know your I know my rights shirt on today. Do I, do I wore it? Today. Uh, Colin Kaepernick special that came directly to us from Colin Kaepernick it when was? Mikey took the knee at uh Lansing Catholic. They sent all the boys those uh, sweaters. Yeah, but
1: Mikey grew out of it very quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah. So he, she's got it on now. But that actually was packaged and sent by Colin, and we're proud of that
1: very proud it was a gift proud of that. absolutely press.
0: um so i mean i guess we'll get to the big elephant in the room and not really hang too much time on bullshit um we are I mean, gonna get to some bullshit because we always do got but, <laughs> um so today we talked about it monday um about the issues that were going on up at the capitol last thursday and the um you know the the rally protest trump rally whatever y'all want to call it. Um, and the aftermath of what that was and how that emotionally impacted black and brown people. And at the end of the day, it was very uh, traumatic to some and mm-hmm. um, traumatic to watch our people go through it. Uh, traumatic to watch, um, you know, our city be ran through like that, because that just doesn't it just doesn't um, it doesn't represent what Lansing, Michigan is about. And every time you hear it on the news, what are the first thing they say? The capital city, Lansing, Michigan, was mm-hmm. racist and all of this crap, and that's not our city. So
1: they're like Confederate flags. This someone yeah. even, I mean, it's just been awful.
0: I don't think that people gauge like even Plies, who I, I like Plies when he get in his car and talk shit, but even Plies said he was like, uh, he was like. um that city of Lansing, you know yada 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 what y'all want to go outside for what y'all want to what y'all want to just sit yourselves down and all of this shit it's not the city of Lansing. we're like y'all yeah we smooth it's all the outskirts areas that came into the city of Lansing to start all that bullshit and drama so that ain't l town l town representing we sitting our asses down that's why our numbers is the way they are and
1: again not because you wanted to go there to exercise all the you know rights no. that we all
0: have but no we just talking. it was just
1: no but i mean just the way that they did it was not it was very disrespectful yeah. mad disrespectful and it was very disrespectful to all people of color in the city the way yeah. that they came through here but
0: most more than anything aside from protecting our honor of lansing, city of lansing because that's not what all this at all this was all about It was about literally, I mean, I can't get no simpler than this. So like some of the things that I've heard is that we are paid mercenaries that came up there to walk our elected officials. That's all bullshit. And I'm here to set this story straight for y'all, man. Like we just people who care about our, our community. And at the end of the day, I've said this before. It's hard for us to elevate a person of color to state representative or to the mayor's position or city council or whatever they are. And if we're going to play this diplomacy game and we're going to try to keep democracy right, right? Because we ain't losing our shit as African-Americans or as people of color at all. And we ain't calling for wars and all of this other shit. We're trying to take the road, uh, the road, the easiest road of uh, uh, without conflict is being yeah. to go through the democracy chain, right? For We're going to vote change. people in, try to get policy change. If we're going to play this game by that way, because we are, we're all trying to play by the rules. You don't get to stack the deck, and that's stacking the deck by bringing a bunch of that shit is not on accident. They don't go up there and bring all these Confederate flags and all of these weapons and and all of this stuff to 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 just be there and be standing there. Like we know why this is, and not to mention, I'm a 2A advocate, so I'm a part of a lot of these groups. I'm a part of a lot of these groups, and I see how they talk. I see everything that's being said in there. And they knew what they was doing. They was going up there trying to intimidate, yo. Exactly. That's stacking the deck. You can't do that. Like, at the end of the day, we're not going to allow that. So, like, you can come up there and be upset and be all all those other things, but you're not going to take our elected officials that we elevated to that level, that we went and voted on, that we did all the groundwork to get them where they, not to say they didn't do anything, but my point of the matter is speaking on that, you're not going to intimidate them. We put them in that position to speak for us. So at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to intimidate them and not speaking for and not to to be able to not speak for us. So when I seen one of our elected officials uh, live broadcast that she was talking about this and there was a couple. It wasn't just her. It was a couple. Mm -hmm. uh, They were talking about how this affected them emotionally. You know, it, it was like they shouldn't have to go to work every day and be worried and be scared. You know, as that's not a situation that they should have to deal with. So ultimately, it was very disturbing to me to see her talking about the, the emotion that she had from watching this. So it was like, what do we do about that? We, we put you in this position. Um, you know, we put you in this position to speak on our behalf. And now we're not going to protect you. Now we're not going to make sure you're good. You know, in the black community, we always talk about this. And we've seen uh, this play out prior with Black Panthers and all, you know, groups like that. that were saying, we're going to police our own. We're going to protect our own. And so at the end of the day, it's not that type of movement so much as it is just the actual fact of being a citizen. It could have been anybody out here that wanted to go and step up to the plate. Exactly. Um, but ultimately, yeah. it was just like after seeing that, it angered me. It, it outraged me. I felt empathy for her. I was like, you know what? We got to do something. So I have I, like I said, I'm a two uh I'm a two a uh, advocate. I carry I carry every single day. Um, I have long rifles. I have all the stuff everybody else got. My wife carries. She has everything else everybody else got on I me. Mean, most of my family does. We reached out to friends in the neighborhood, people that are in the community to find out if they was willing to go up here and stand uh, with our representatives to make sure they can make it safe from the house, uh, from the house building over to the Capitol. And that was just it. It was just plain and simple. It was a grassroots situation where we came together as citizens and decided we was going to go up here and and not in opposition, not in protest, none of that. Literally just to, to create a barrier if there was one, if there yeah. was one needed.
1: It's a show of support. Right. It's it's a, it's protecting. It is protective. You know, we want to protect our own. And when you watch people that again, we've talked about it and now let's just be clear, the whole goal of that of them doing what they did was fear and intimidation these people are going in and we have to remember what they're doing when they're doing their job, they're going in and they're having to think about things and all over right. things and make decisions and things like that. So if you don't think that they don't want to strike some fear and intimidation in them, they absolutely did. And so if you can pr- create a barrier between that and them, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: always going to be off. And not that. just a barrier, because l- listen, listen to this and let me explain to you guys how this thing works as far as elected officials go. And this is something I just became privy of. I thought that, an elected official would have, like, some type of representative to protect them. You know, when you see the president walking around or the secretary of state, they got a big entourage of security, social, or uh, so, they got a big entourage of, like, special forces and all these security people, guards. Some type of security, you know, some s- secret, secret service and mm-hmm. so on behind them. Uh, making sure that they're okay but our elected officials right here in this city don't i mean shouldn't say in the city everywhere from the governor down pretty much all the senators congress that you hear about they don't have that security so at the end of the day it was like i didn't realize all of that so i was thinking even while i was watching her live like damn where's everybody at to protect you walking through that you shouldn't have to deal with that on your own and so at the end of the day i started researching and looking into this and it's like they don't have nobody so like when they leave from the state rep building or when they leave from the Capitol, they literally jump into their own private vehicle, drive to their own private house, and it's them on their own. If they got family there that's armed or whoever might be there to protect them. But outside of that, they're literally just there.
1: And they have to hope that people that were giving them death threats and stuff like that didn't follow them home, find out where they live.
0: So it, 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 exactly. So when you have a situation where you got 200 people up here armed and they're angry and they're, they're feeling, although they're feeling... What could be a righteous situation or a righteous thought process, but it was directed at the wrong thing. Nobody's trying to take your guns. Calm the fuck down. So, at the end of the day, nobody's trying to take my guns. That's not what they're in here talking about. So, like, every little situation pops up and it's like, oh, they're trying to change something. They're going to try to change 2A. That wasn't the situation. So, ultimately, you got people that are very upset. You got people who feel rightfully so that they're upset. And they really do... In this new era of Trumpism, you have people who really believe they can inflict harm and, and stuff on these elected officials. Like it's just like back in the day in the hood. There were certain things that was off limits. Like when you was a little kid, you 10 years old, you could run all the way home from a bully, right? He could catch you in your front yard. If your mom walked out, he would leave. Them days are gone. Like people don't have any respect for that situation or respect for just things that are just normally off-limits. The representatives, our Congress, all those people are just off limits. Those are off limits from that type of violence or that type of thing. And it's just the new era of this Trumpism has emboldened people to even think that they can confront these people like in in an aggressive fashion and so on.
1: Well, I think part of it, too, is. I, he empowers them too I, that's what i said he emboldens yeah, he, them to he, he do definitely this fe- and it's kind of like when you think that you've said that before like if you think that you're you have your parents go ahead or your parents permission right right you feel strong you yeah. might be like you'll do whatever exactly. like i'll take the consequences as long as my parents aren't mad at me i'm not going to get in trouble at home and i feel like that's kind of like the rhetoric that he pushes when he says things like you need to work with these people. They're very angry. You know, work with these people. Why the hell should we work with people that are trying to or get things the through fear and intimidation?
0: One. Liberate Michigan.
1: Yeah, liberate Michigan, as if this is some type of actual war going on right now here. So it is really frustrating to watch that because then these people come here and they think I've got the backing of him yeah.
0: when really they don't. Because but it doesn't <laughs> matter. It only takes one idiot a or one crazy person to believe that they have that, that, that right. It is a it, mindset. So like. When when Mikey was going through the LCHS thing, um, and he took a knee and it was national and it was all this attention on it, that was one of my biggest fears that Donald Trump was gonna pick it up and embolden some weird crazy person. We were out in Portland at a football game and um there was some guy during the national anthem while they were taking a knee screaming at them that they were uh what you, inbreds and you guys are deplorable. Yep, you screaming. of shit. You think get anybody the did F off anything? Our field. It doesn't matter about them doing anything. What I'm saying is that's one person of millions out here in the world. That guy was loud. He may have just been loud. There may have been another guy that was laying in the weeds with a sniper rifle. You just don't never know where somebody's mind is at. It takes only that person, one person to go into a school in Columbine and do a shooting. It only takes one person to get up in a hotel and yep. kill 50 people and shoot up 500 more. So like at the end of the day, it only takes one person he emboldens to take a snipe at somebody that we have out here
1: exactly and or not to just let say their we anger could, boil over yeah or whatever
0: and just feel like they're done you know i'm just mm-hmm. done i don't i don't care I'm, I'm willing to risk it all so at the end of the day when you when you practice that type of rhetoric it's dangerous as hell and so i realized that danger and that threat and i'm like we got to do something like we have to do something for uh, these people to feel safe going back and forth. To, to yeah, it work.
1: was very inciting. It was intense. Like it, he was inciting. They were very inciting. Like it was a lot of inciting. And it's like, what, you know, at what point do you stop and say one thing too, I saw a post from Senator Santana's husband, Um, He had posted a picture of her and that picture circulated. um, Somebody else's had ended up posting it while they were in session. She had a bulletproof vest on. This is a black woman. Crazy. This is a black woman sitting with a bulletproof vest on, but her husband spoke on it and he was just furious and so angry and felt, you know, all these feelings because before work that morning, he had to strap a bulletproof vest on his wife to go to work Just thinking, knowing what he's sending her into. Put
0: that into perspective that your wife goes to work at a bank or at a grocery store, or at a office building someplace. And before she leaves, she's in tears telling you how afraid she is. So you go in your closet and pull your bulletproof vest off that's a little too big for her, and strap it on nice and tight so that she can go to work. Like, I ain't no way in the world I'm going to send my wife into a situation like that. So I'm, I'm just saying, and I'm not saying anything bad about him, I'm saying that they shouldn't have to be under that type of pressure or fear. No. period this is the capital building of the united states of america and we press this all this united states the home of the brave and we press all this land of the free and all of these things and we want to listen to the national anthem and bring tears to our eyes and you better stand and respect that flag and all of these things but the lawmakers that we and that we that we so we're not playing fair because i don't like the person that got the person that got uh elected in there i'm gonna put a gun in their face and tell them we need you to so think about they're going in there now what if they did have to go in there and this is this again let me say i'm completely against gun control i don't want any type of uh, i shouldn't say complete gun control i'm completely against having our rights infringed on period when it comes to 2a i know that as soon as anything little happens yes it can get bigger and it can get bigger it can get bigger and we end up being canada and they're telling us what we can and can't carry and ultimately that does give government power to reign tyranny on you i understand and get it my only thing about that is, like, at what point in time do we decide that we're not gonna intimidate lawmakers? Or um, think about this from this perspective, and this is no threat. This is reality. I carried into the Capitol today, just myself alone, 150, 300 blackout rounds. Um, let me see, 30, 45 ACP rounds, and two weapons. And nobody touched me. Nobody looked at me. Nobody asked how, what I had on me. I could—I had a vest, a tactical vest on. It could have been a bomb. Now so, times
1: that
0: by... Times that by 150 people. However many and people then were, they've got to sit down there and make up. life decisions for people. Not knowing who in the crowd is just going to get pissed like he just lost his last $1,000 on, on a casino bet.
2: Exactly. And just
0: lose his mind. I've seen people do that in the casino. Lose their whole total mind over losing their check that week and lose it completely. Now... This is something they believe so strongly about and they're being practiced, indoctrinated with live free or die and all of this craziness. And then you let them into the place where it happens at armed like that.
1: Armed, angry.
0: Emotions are high.
1: It's tense. If
0: any place you're going to not allow guns, I would say it's
1: there. And then especially when you're watching possibly some things happening, being discussed or voted on that you might not like the outcome on because it's all right there invisible you can hear it you yes. can see it so I, so you
0: got a AR15 on you with all of these magazines you're angry all of this is going on and you can stare a vote it could be the deciding vote it could be the deciding vote and you can stare them down and they may look back at you and recognize that you were just on their street a couple days ago holy sh- do you get what I'm saying but just the
1: emotionally charged atmosphere even if you don't individualize it there was a reporter Uh, A female reporter that said that she actually got knocked in the head pretty hard by the butt of a gun because some guy was so riled up. Like these are things. And she was worried about
0: COVID because she said they're not. She wasn't protected well enough, and nobody in there had a mask on. No. So if you think that COVID wasn't just permeating in the wind, when I went into the Capitol Day, I try not to touch anything because that stuff just laying out everywhere in there. Yeah. So let's talk about that. That that's 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 one of the reasons why we did it. Outside of that fact, I, I do have to be honest. I'm a black proud black man. And I do uh, love and appreciate the black queens and brown queens. Um, my sisters look just like Sarah Anthony. My sisters look just like the, the representatives that we're dealing with. So I do have a sense of empathy that may be different than other people's. Um, outside of that fact, though, um, I think that it's important for everybody to understand the narrative that keeps getting talked about every time we see black people with guns. That's a problem for me. So ultimately, I do understand that black people get killed with no guns. We can get killed for just walking down the street and being wrongly uh, identified. We're always a threat as far as people see us. But to keep pressing the narrative to our black people and our brown people in the world that if you do stand up and take your rights seriously and start exercising them, you're going to be shot. That's wrong. We're not going to continue that narrative, period. We're not going to continue that. So at the end of the day... Is it possible that could happen? Absolutely. Is the probability high? Depending on where you are, hell yeah. Depending on what police officer comes in and encounters you, yes, you are. That probability could be high. But that's not going to be something we're just going to normalize. That's not something we're just going to keep saying every time we see a black person with a gun. Be careful. You know they're killing people. We're not going to keep normalizing that no more. I'm tired of that narrative. I'm tired of us keep saying that to each other because it's fear-mongering. It makes everybody terrified to be around a gun. That's what our black people go through on a daily. So I'm trying to uh, navigate this situation in a way to where people understand their rights. They legally go and find their guns. 18 years old, you can go buy a long gun. 21, excuse me, I think you can buy either. I'm not positive. 18 year old, I know you can go buy a long gun. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to buy one off the street. Um, And when you buy one legally and you go through the programs that you have to go through, especially when you're going to get your CPL, you learn a whole lot. You become a whole lot more responsible with a weapon. After you go through that class, you realize a whole lot of things I would have never thought about. Like, for instance, I am way more calm when I have a pistol on me than I am when I don't. I'm way more reserved. I'm way more ready to uh, de-escalate and walk away from a situation because I realize that there's a gun involved. Regardless if I'm the one who has it, there is one involved. So there's a lot that goes along with uh, gun ownership that I think that our people need to understand, learn. And exercise that right is one that we have. And when we talk about exercising that right, when I post a picture on my Facebook page or when somebody sees me with a weapon, I do not. I no longer want that to invoke, oh, my God, you're going to get killed. Don't. That can't be the narrative. No <sighs> Don't more. do that. Why are Don't you do doing that. that. Why are you doing that? You better take that down. People are going to think, why do I got to take it down? When Josh that lives out in Charlotte can post pictures with every one of his guns, deer and turkeys and everything else, a whole cache of guns and weapons. And everybody's like, Oh, what's that one on the right? I like that one. It (laughs) never comes into their mind that it's dangerous for them. So we're going to kill that narrative from here on out. We're not going to talk like that no more. We're going to realize the real dangers there are, but we're going to learn how to move appropriately. And we're going to learn how to handle the situations as they happen. And if they happen, how we handle it afterwards. But at the end of the day, we are not going to continue the narrative that if we want to be proud gun owners, that that's something wrong, that we have to worry about our jobs or we have to worry about people, you know, our family members stressing us about. That's just something. It's just like I talked about with the taking a knee. You know, when Mikey talked about wanting to take a knee, even I was like, oh, no, son, we can't do that because if we do that, this is going to happen. That's exactly how they keep us under control. It's like when I hear people say that the first thing when I hear people say, If that had been black people, they would have been killed. I'm not saying that you're not right in the aspect that that could happen, but we can't keep pressing that narrative. So at the end of the day, when I hear that, we're doing white supremacy's job. We're like the CEO of racism when we say that. Because what, what do they want us to do? They want us to be scared. They want us to be locked in our cribs, don't want to apply for certain jobs. They want, don't want us to have our rights and use them and exercise them. So how easy is that for to get the, their own people to tell them how scary and how dangerous this is? And we don't ever have to worry about them having guns. So then when we decide to boogaloo and take over this whole country, guess who's out here unarmed and can't protect their families? Guess who can't protect the refrigerator? Them same people that was scared shitless because we already told them if they do this, they're going to die. So this is what I'm saying. We got to stop that. And like I said, I'm not trying to take away from the facts that people do die for less. I'm not trying to say that black men don't get killed for not having anything. What I'm saying is we got to change that narrative.
1: Yeah, it's okay for black and brown people to own guns legally. And be proud of and have them and not feel you can kind of you can just add that on the very long list of things that people have demonized minorities for. Minorities get demonized for pretty much anything and everything that you can think of under the sun. So if there's a negative connotation to be attached to someone, it's gonna be attached to minorities. So gun ownership is just added to that long list of things of they must be, or you should be as fair, what if somebody sees it? What if somebody from your job sees it? Do you think that a, a white person thinks about any of these things? Ever? How often do you see pictures of females proud? You know, I saw senior pictures, blonde hair, blue eyes, proud, taking pictures with their guns, right? Nobody bats an eye. When you see a black or brown person, it's, it's something that happens to everybody. Like, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. So-
0: What is she doing with exactly, that?
1: Exactly. Like what, and it's like the sinister negative thing. And it absolutely, I was honestly surprised when we started having this conversation and talking a little bit more about it. I was really surprised because at first I'm like, I'm guilty of saying some of the things where I'm like, if that would have been, you know, a minority, it would have happened differently. But what I'm doing is I'm making an observation. So I'm like making what I started realizing is a lot of this wasn't observations. This was people telling you, like, no, don't do that because. Yes, that's and the I difference. was like, hold on. I've been carrying for a long time. That's I absolutely can do that.
0: That's the difference.
1: As I started realizing how deep rooted and ingrained it is. And In I'm everybody's
0: like, mind. Yes. And we don't even realize it. It's something that's like you're indoctrinated at an early age that it's dangerous for a black person to have a gun. And I'm like, we got to stop doing that. And or this is why I, it, and, and more the thing dangerous. is, yeah, it, or more dangerous for if us. If we to, have a gun. Yeah. yeah and so like, like at the end of the day, it's like, we got to stop that, you know, like with everything we, we got to start looking at really what it is. And, um, this is one of those things that I'm, I'm ready to, to ready speak out on that aspect that we've got to stop doing that. And so, um, since that situation, I mean, the, the, the support has been amazing. Like I'm seeing people in my neighborhoods and people that I that that I know are from my community that are like, I gotta go find me one. I gotta find out more about this. I mean, I've got my inbox has been blowing. I had to, have to put my phone on do not disturb because my inbox has been blowing up. Well, how what do I need to do? What can I do to get a gun? What can I do to learn Asking how to right how questions. to use one? Like what can I do to? How do I have to carry it if I do this and that? And it's like. That's what I need. Instead of some guy or somebody just going to pick one up somewhere for three hundred dollars, that don't know what's on that, what's going on with it. Now every time they're out and about, they're in danger. They're carrying it. This, think about this. Like think about it from this perspective and this level of, of thought. Anytime somebody's carrying a legal weapon and the police get behind them, that's a super dangerous situation. Now they feel like they have to run. Now they feel like they have to do all types of shit. That if you have a legal weapon on you. You don't have to say anything other than disclose the fact. And really, I'm not going to get into that. You don't have to do anything of of that sort. The thought doesn't creep in your mind that, oh my God, I got an illegal gun on me. Now, how do I handle this situation? So there's a whole lot. Now you're walking around with an illegal gun. It's easy to throw it out if you do something stupid with it. There's a whole lot of situations where when you have a registered weapon and you go through the classes to figure it out you know, what you're supposed to do with it, how you're supposed to handle yourself with it. It changes your whole mindset on it. So we've got to start starting them out early with gun understanding gun, how to, how to nice. handle a gun, how to deal with it, different calibers, what certain things are for, how to shoot it, how to handle it correctly. I mean, there's a whole lot of rules involved with with, with handling guns. I think on the East side last year, over the winter, a kid got accident. I think there's multiple kids in Lansing over Excellent the last checks. year they that have been. That have, it's not about mm-hmm. finding a gun that's another one, that was a baby I'm talking about oh, 18, okay. 17, 16 year old kids oh. that have accidentally shot their best friend because they didn't have any gun can, gun training just to understand how to, to handle it. it understanding how to handle it there's certain things yeah. you have to deal with when you're a gun owner that you just don't do Like you don't ever point the weapon at anybody it's always pointed down, you're always handing it to somebody unloaded and open there's a whole lot of things that you do with a gun that if you don't take training to figure these things out, accidents happen. And you. It just becomes had a kid in on you. the east side, I think he was 16 years old, was shot, shot himself, I'm sorry, shot himself and killed himself. Over on Dayton Street, matter of fact. Jeez. The same street where the little girl was beat up by the police officer. Mm-hmm. Another kid shot himself on, on accident and killed himself. So then on the other side of the town, on the west side of town, another kid was playing around there, playing around with a gun and shot his buddy and killed him. This is right here in the city of Lansing because we're not educating our own kids on gun safety and what guns are used for and so on and so forth. So it's just, it's been a good, it's been a good response, like from that aspect of it. And as well as, um, you know, the, the noise that was made, we're going to see maybe the state police step up and make sure that these, these, uh, these uh, elected officials who feel nervous about the situation have some type of uh, safety going back and forth from their cars and back Absolutely. and forth from their house or from the, the it, house
1: it just feels so off to for, for that not to have been a thing you know understandably okay they don't have that in an everyday situation but again i just feel like we it, that situation that happened just kept trying to be like normalized and acting like it wasn't what it was the but michigan, we all know what it the was michigan
0: state police um i don't know if he's the sergeant or the the, the head guy mm-hmm. i don't know if they call him a chief or what they call him he came on uh, WILX or whatever it is. They did an article on LSJ and he was saying this, there was no threat out there. Everybody. It doesn't matter if you weren't afraid. Six, five white man who actually does carry a gun. But what about the five foot six black woman who's actually the Democrat because they're everybody, every black. I mean, to be a black female Democrat in the in the House right now. Right now. I mean, you are like the public enemy. Number one to Trump supporters you get what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, yes, you may not have been afraid. You may not have been in fear for your life.
1: But they should know. I mean, you should see some of the, the comments and the tone. If you go on Whitmer's page, it's not even just that. If you go on Whitmer's page, you go on Sarah Anthony's page and you look at some of the comments and the way that some of these men are speaking to them. They're so rage filled, hate filled, misogynistic, very just hateful. and, And it's got a tone to it. So, They should know better and understand that you can't come out and say there was no threat. You have no clue whether there was a threat there or not. There was a whole lot of threats that were probably in that room. And just thank God nothing happened.
0: Right. So Somebody made
1: a good point. What if somebody would have slammed a door loud?
0: Yeah. So that's been like the main thing in all the 2A groups because I'm not that popular in those groups because (laughs) I feel a little differently about things. Um, But a lot of the things in a 2A group are... This is our right to carry in the capital. and Nobody should infringe on any of our rights and all this, that, no the other. So, what. no matter what. And so, I'm saying if you got 150 people packed in here, all got weapons, I mean, anything goes wrong. Or, you know, one of the things that they all keep saying is what I've been saying to you all is that, you know, when you go through all the training, you're a law abiding citizen carrying a weapon. Um, ultimately, you do have a little more self-respect for your situation. You're not going to be doing stupid stuff with a gun. That's true. All of those things are true. Mm -hmm. Those people that came down are probably not irresponsible, crazy people that are going to shoot off and bust off. But if there was somebody out there that wanted to, couldn't they just sneak in with all the rest of those people? Couldn't they get right in there with all the rest of them and just start busting off? I mean, how do you know who all you have around you? That's another thing. Everybody keeps talking about whether I didn't see any racism out there and yada, yada, yada. Just because you weren't one of them doesn't mean it wasn't out there. But that's something that a lot of white people do when they get when they get met with racism is that I didn't see it or I w- I'm i not I'm not that we're not saying yeah. that you are or that you've seen it. I'm saying that it was out there. I seen it. And it's like because I was in a pool of white people and I am white, I can't acknowledge that there could have been somebody in this group that was racist.
1: Exactly. That's a
0: problem. Stop doing that. That's that. Just, it doesn't help any situation when you do that. So when people are saying and there's lots of people who have said that they've seen this and that they were out there, got pictures of and everything and we're disclaiming it, saying that's not real. That didn't happen because you weren't the one doing it doesn't mean it wasn't out there, you know. So ultimately, that's that's the thing. You know, there's a lot surrounding it um, that really needs to be talked about. And And I think that this is going to bring that talk about.
1: Exactly. The conversation has to start somewhere. And even if there isn't one crazy person in the room or whatever the case may be, there is absolutely such a thing as mob mentality. And so when you get you know, tensions high, emotions high in a room, and you've got all these people, that energy does feed off of each other. So individually, maybe very responsible. But exactly. So
0: here you go. Carlos Mendoza says, Second Amendment is not based on color. People's ignorance is. You did right and you have the right. You actually protected our representatives. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And that's absolutely appreciate right. You. There's That's that's the thing, you know, it's one of those things that when we when we have a Second Amendment uh, rally, and this is, this is another issue that I have, when we have a Second Amendment rally um, and people are out there, you know, showing their support for the second 2A, there's never a situation where black folks and brown folks should feel like ashamed to go to those events. But mm-hmm. for some reason, we are some reason we don't want to go down there. We don't want to be a part of that. We have to bring up our own groups and, and, and educate them on our rights to carry and our rights to have uh, um, to bear arms exactly. and go down here and represent in the same way. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's not. A they problem into us problem on that aspect, as far as us um, learning our rights and exercising them.
1: And that's what, normalizing is it's important to to understand that there's been a lot of work done um, to normalize a lot of things in in our minority communities that we shouldn't have to normalize. We shouldn't have to normalize that. We can be, you know, doctors and and nurses and lawyers and firefighters and policemen and policewomen. This is just yet another thing that we have to normalize. We have to normalize the fact that we have rights just like everyone else does. There's no separation here. And yes, there is a disparity in the treatment in a lot of different scenarios. But just like the link that somebody just put, put in there earlier, that's for a Second Amendment rally. That's something that anybody that wants to exercise their right can go to
0: nicole buchanan says the fact that grown white men choose to scream in the face of an individual black woman is a reflection of racism and sexism absolutely fact you don't need to call a racist name to act in a racist manner and capitalize on inter what's that say
1: internalized white racial i'm
0: sorry and male gendered supremacy that's a fact man that's that's it right there and that that's what invoked that anger in me i'm like I couldn't imagine if that was my sister or my wife or my mom that somebody was and, and made my mom or my wife or my sister feel scared or my daughter. You made that person feel scared like that. I'm coming. Like, that's how I would feel. After and the so second I got to come out there. <sighs> yeah. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like anybody that watched that that didn't get the same feeling as me, they need to check something inside of them. because yeah. that I mean, especially if you're a black man in this city. Like, you need to check something inside of you. It's time for us to uh, protect our own on that aspect.
1: Watching that, the anger, and not just that. Like, you know, I spoke on that earlier today, just talking about, you know, especially women in these positions and especially women of color, you work so hard to get in this position. And you have to be bigger, better, stronger, faster, and everything else to just even be there and have that seat at the table. So I can imagine the helplessness that they felt. Um, I know with with Sarah Anthony, she was pissed. She was angry. She was very angry. She's a
0: strong woman. So she wasn't scared, scared. She was like, yo, this this is it's unnerving. It's nervous. But it's
1: also you feel helpless because what really can you do? So I watched that and I'm pissed and I'm like, all right, let me not even jump in the comment section. Then the second video of the day I watch is another female and she Garza. worked there Garza. Yeah. And she literally was like, I, you need to understand all the things that they're saying and what they're saying. No, that's not what this is. Like she was upset too. She was pissed.
0: So let me, can I say something? Yeah. I'm going to be straight with y'all. I walked up there Wednesday with a very docile group of people. It was probably only 30 or 40 there. And before I got to talking with them, I had a coat on like this. It was a Michigan state coat and my beanie hat and a mask on. And I had a backpack and my camera. I looked like a reporter and that's what I was out there doing. I was getting interviews and some of the men there before I had actually got to have conversation with them were very off putting. Like they didn't want to talk. They was acting real tough with me. And then I finally broke them down and like, Hey, you know, how's everything going? Can I talk to you? And then it was like, yo, what what do you want? You know? And it's like, if you acting like that to me,
1: a grown ass man, and, and
0: this isn't even an This isn't even a, a aggressive situation going no on. No charged out here. environment. No at charged all. environment at all. I couldn't imagine how you would act to her in a charged environment when it's a mob mentality. With three people You're next screaming. Exactly. So that just can't happen no more. It won't. If ever there's a situation where it's like that up there, because people keep asking, Are you guys gonna keep going back? Um, the necessity is gonna dictate that. So at the end of the day, if that's going to be a situation that needs to be rectified until they get somebody there to take care of that. Yes, we will. This is not something that at the end of the day, like we're trying to make a job out of. It's just a situation where there was a necessity there, just like the village Lansing. When we put that together, filling needs. we put a whole group of people together to to help to fill the, the blanks that the city wasn't being able to help with or whatever the case is. So the same thing holds true. If our city is in need. We as citizens need to step up and, and and provide that need, regardless of what it is. And this is like crazy that we would even have to do this. And when it's hitting the headlines, and I think somebody just said, my sister actually just said, uh,
1: "You guys just made the paper."
0: You guys just made the paper deadline, Detroit. I don't know what that is, but
1: we'll have to look it up. <laughs> um,
0: you know, when I when I read headlines that are out here, I'm like, yo, that sounds ridiculous that we really had. I mean, the the, the surreal aspect of it. It's, like Lansing it's hitting citizens. you right then. Like Lansing citizens had to, you know, uh, armed, armed guards escort. escort. And it's like, wow, we really did have when to do that. When you put it that
1: way, you're like, oh. Yeah,
0: we really did have to do that. That is crazy.
1: You know, they always talk about that, the corny phrase, like, how do you drive out hate? You can only drive out hate with love, right? Well, love is an action. So if you love your people or you have love or whatever you want to call it for your fellow human, and especially when we are all in this together. So everybody talks about we're all in the same boat. No, we're not. We are not all in the same boat. So everybody that was sitting on that House floor or that Senate floor that day when those asshats were acting the way that they were they weren't all in the same boat. No. I can guarantee you that because some people were feeling a whole different type of way than a lot of others in there. And it can be broken down by race, by gender, you name it. Yeah, They were feeling differently. And if you can do something to just make someone feel better about walking into work that morning and they can walk in there confident to do the job that we elected them to do, then I'm absolutely for that as a citizen.
0: You get the, you get the talks. Cause like I said, I'm in a lot of these two A groups and You get the talks where they say, well, it's our right to carry in there. And how else will we hold them accountable to do their jobs and not rain tyranny on us and so on and so forth. So what they're implying is that I need to be able to go into the Capitol, my weapon, because if they act funny, I need to be able to handle business and do what I got to do to get them straight. And I'm thinking like, yo, you're literally threatening all the lawmakers by saying that if you don't do what I need you to do or you try to enact some type of something on me, I'm going (laughs) to I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to take over the Capitol. I, and all I can think is when I think when I hear that is like, is a law going to stop you from going in there and doing that? Is that is there is that law going to stop you from rushing there in there? and Because ha- exactly. like, stop with the bullshit, man. Like that you signed just, on the doors. This is all really just bullshit. You don't need to carry a weapon inside the Capitol, period. You don't take one in the court. You don't get to take one into your to your uh family court when you have to go for child support. You don't get to take one into your job. You don't get to take one. I mean, like, period. There's a whole lot of jobs you can't carry a weapon into. So like, why is it that it's so important to you to carry it into the capital of, the, of, of Michigan? Like why in there it's so important? I can tell you why. They've showed us why. Because it's about intimidation. It's not about anything else. It's about showing the, the government or this capital or whoever's in there that this is what we can do if you don't do what we, what we say and do. Or if things don't go our way, this is what it can turn into. That's crazy.
1: They know exactly what they're doing, and that the intention but is But they'll gaslight us and say, "Oh, that's they not will. it. We just like we just are right." the intention is very, very clear, um, and and it is not lawful to go in to try to intimidate or try to change outcomes of legislative sessions and decisions. And you things can't like even that. record. You can't even take it, a
0: camera in there, but I can take a. An AR-15 with 150
1: rounds. And so for people to sit here and act like that wasn't a thing and that's not what was going on and what intentions were, it absolutely was. So I'm not buying the bullshit of, oh, you know, I have a Second Amendment right, so I exercise that everywhere. Yeah, if you were just a guy exercising his Second Amendment rights walking in to take a tour of the Capitol, I could believe that. You know, you probably carry everywhere. That situation was not that. So stop trying to act like it is and acting like we're all stupid. And we didn't see what we know we saw. Right. We all felt it. We all saw it. We it all didn't saw pictures.
0: work. All it did was, first of all, you're going to get your rights taken away to take a gun in the Capitol at some point in time. That's going to end up happening. Uh, secondly, you have sparked a movement of protection against the people that you've emboldened a whole lot of people to stand up. For their representatives and the people that they elected to and elevated we can't i I always want to make this point plain because i don't think a lot of people understand yes we elected that person right but we elevated that person too a lot of people put a lot of work in to elevate that person to that position that they're in like we're not going to let you just bully them like period there's it takes a lot of people way more than y'all had up there with guns to get somebody to that position as state representative we're not going to allow you just to bully that person and not in our city. So, like, you might be able to bully South. Or you might be able to, let me say, you might be able to bully Mount Pleasant's representative. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to allow it if I know about it. But if I don't know about it, you might be able to bully that part. But you're not going to do that to our representatives. You know what I'm saying? Like, period, point blank. You're not going to do that to ours. And then
1: and try, and do it. Very Again, there was no hiding any of this, y'all. Let's just be honest here. There's no hiding of it. They put it all out on Front Street. They want us to know exactly what they're about. When people are taking pictures with the the white power signs and they've got their Confederate flags and all that bullshit, we all know what that means. So they're loud and proud there. But then when you talk to them, it's It's like. It's the same reason they used to hang black people
0: in, in, in busy streets and busy causeways where people came through. They would hang black people that tried to run in those areas to scare off everybody else or if there was a place like in the woods somewhere where it was a a, a famous place where everybody ran through or whatever the case that's where they would hang people it was to scare the people other people so to would invoke, yeah yeah so it's we know what y'all fear. doing it just ain't working but it's not it's gonna not work. gonna
1: work and it gee. definitely ain't gonna work here so
0: 2a i'm all for it yo for Clearly. every reason that we need to to protect ourselves you know, to be able to protect our house and home, to protect ourselves when we're out into the world, if we want to go sports shoot, if we want to go to the desert, and what that's what our 2A is for. Our 2A is for, uh, obviously, the obvious things, protecting ourselves against the government if they were to come and try to... <laughs> You know, enslave us again, those type of things. But to say, hey, you can't bring a gun in here no more. Sorry. I know we're the only capital in the whole United States that still, allowed this, still allows this, but we're thinking that we're going to change that. And you got people saying over my dead body. So you're telling me and this is one of my this is one of my psychologists and Nicole, you'll appreciate this. You're telling me you're ready to risk it all right now because Everything. you can't because you can't carry your gun inside the Capitol, you're ready to risk it all you work for a insurance company that you go to nine to five and you pack your wife packs your lunch to go there every day and then when you leave there you go golfing with your buddies and have a six-pack come home go to your son's baseball game you're ready to risk all of that because they say we no longer want you to carry pistols and ar-15s into our capitol because you, All of that don't mean nothing to you Nothing. No
1: because you guys have clearly shown us that it is extremely dangerous. Regardless of extremely why. Extremely reckless. Regardless <laughs> of
0: why they told you that. You're ready risk to risk it all. I don't care line. if they said, we're going to pull this because we don't like you. I'm still not ready to risk it all for that. Now, if you come and tell me you're going to pull it out of my house, that's totally different. That's totally different. If you come tell me I can't carry mine down the street under my coat, that's totally different. Now you really are putting me in danger, but I don't even go to the Capitol unless there's something going on. And most times I'm outside. I don't need to carry a weapon inside. And I've been to the Capitol for gun rallies against gun rallies, and carried my weapon. Yeah. So at the or against gun uh, gun rights and carried my weapon. So at the end of the day, I'm always gonna carry my my pistol. I carry it in the movie theater. I know I ain't supposed to. Sometimes but I, I'm not gonna go into a situation where somebody else could have one and I don't. But if I walk into the Capitol and they search in every single person and only people in there are people who are there to protect, sworn to protect, I, pre- I feel decent in there without my weapon. I don't need to take it inside there.
1: It's, again, context matters. Context is everything. And if anybody
0: should be damn scared of going into a building where only people got guns as cops is me, <laughs> <laughs> who is they killing out here when they the only ones that got a gun? Me.
1: So that it really floored me to reading about um how that group that came the the my one rights got don't really end bad. where your
0: fear starts <laughs> shut the fuck up wasn't it one that's like ridiculous. you don't want to have that conversation ask the ask the native americans as women as minority ask all these people when they're when their uh when their anger was supposed to start when they were exactly. supposed to get the fuck out of here that, that's the thing they don't understand shit.
1: who they're dealing with and what they're talking sorry about, john we're not taking know. that bullshit no we're not i'm not buying any of it And then it's always played this certain way, like the the day that the shit hit the fan, then the next day it comes out like, oh, thanks guys for providing us protection and security. You know, for this thing that we oh, did yeah, aggressively. Yeah. So that always flips. We're sending me. out like,
0: cards. Thank you cards to everybody that came. Just I'm just glad you guys so signed ridiculous. our book to let us know who I was here.
1: And of course, people are like, well, look what happened yesterday. And I'm like, yes, or last week or whatever. And I'm like, oh, you mean when the, the young women went with the goal of inciting something to oh, happen? Yeah. And then something did happen. Oh, yeah. So you created a problem.
0: So they were saying about that, though. What? This is why we carry guns in here. What you mean? What you was going to do? Oh, so you was, about to, you was about to pop off right in there because they did that? Are you serious? You know, even when you carry a weapon, you can meet force with force.
1: Exactly. There was no
0: guns involved in that. What were you going to do?
1: Exactly. Except murder someone? This is
0: why we carry guns into the Capitol, just in case the red coat wants to grab somebody. That doesn't what sound were responsible gonna, at all. But what were you going to do? Were You, you were going to pull your AR out and, and do what? And, kill you kill can't them? if you know anything about responsible gun owning and carrying one you know that you can't meet force like that no. you that's not the same amount of force. nobody
1: pulled out a gun nobody did anything that was threatening anybody's Stop life with
0: the bullshit man and
1: not to mention it's not very responsible to take a situation that is absolutely not one-sided you cannot go into a situation inciting something. Something it doesn't matter because you just don't know what you could yes. be inciting. Can't go into that situation and then later say, "Oh, now we need protection." Because
0: remember the beginning of the video where she says,
1: "We might get arrested."
0: Are you getting arrested too?
1: So it's one of those things. Like you, you went in there, and again, not saying ashes, whatever was you was exactly. a G for that.
0: You just didn't G up after but that point shit you knew was going to happen
1: let's not gaslight everybody be like, Oh, that man, you know, that manufactured situation that we really tried hard to make happen, happen. So now we need protection. Yeah. You guys, that's why they were that's here. That's that grab your Bullshit. purse moment.
0: That's that grab your purse moment. Yeah. Right. <gasps> you ran your mouth at the, at the people and called the man the N word. Then when he, when they bust you in your mouth, yeah. now you want to, uh Oh my God, he just... No, that's not how it works, man. Wa-
1: I literally just watched a video kind of like that on a bus, and you see that often where a woman <laughs> was yelling that. racist stuff, she, and she went and spit, and the lady was sitting down, she went not even standing up, and there was a woman that was just trying to be a physical barrier between the two, right? She was just doing you know, and she, and
0: she spit. her ass
1: man she Yackle. got a hold of her and just but then it was like, it wasn't do? even a
0: maiming for real though Are you talking no. about the bus where the lady fell out onto the floor yes. and played dead
1: Sti- stiff as a board and it, just fell it out. wasn't even
0: no maiming she just realized the power of that woman hit and we didn't want no what? more of it so she's like she played dead she
1: smacked her like she would smack like your teenage daughter when she's mouthing off on you it was yeah. kind of hilarious she just popped her that right in the face comeback. yeah she but popped her she, in the face she, but she it stood was
0: just... up and then she rolled out and fell out like, like, cause she just felt like she didn't want no more. But my
1: point is that situation tends to play out over and over. It plays out often where I'm gonna do, I can take it to the limit, oh, yeah. but I'm never expecting what could happen. And it's like some We're of us go into this. situations always knowing that the worst case scenario is always a possibility of happening. We talk
0: about this a lot. They just I think be so surprised. I think that it's important to know. This is a lot of times why people get accosted and assaulted, not to say anything's right about it or right or good or that it's, I shouldn't say easy way to say it. It's not to say that it's right. It's just, this is real. I'm about to tell y'all
2: facts.
0: When I grew up fighting was just always the thing. It wasn't never a situation where you could go into a, a situation and run your mouth at somebody And you weren't expecting that assault, I guess you would call it assault. I wouldn't, we didn't call it assault, but that you could get popped in the mouth. That was always a thing. It was always a, if there was two people arguing, the result could turn out to be a fight. That's just always what it was. So you held yourself accountable for that and wouldn't say certain shit if you knew you couldn't fight that dude and beat him up. So you would understand that you would kind of tame your way down a little bit. There's certain people to grow up in a world where violence is never an answer to anything. They just real, they believe that, and the violence should never be an answer to anything. So they go into arguments or conversations with people with that in mind that this will never result in violence. And I'm not saying again, remind a disclaimer in this is that I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that people was raised differently. So mind that when you're dealing with people that you don't know.
1: Exactly. At the end of the
0: day, this person, let's say Barbecue Becky or whoever it is gets involved in a situation that she believes will never result in violence. She calls this person N-word. She yells at it, screams, spits in her face. She's already like three actions past getting her ass whooped. This girl's just preparing to do it. You know what I'm saying? So like the first first thing you did, you was getting your ass whooped already, but I just had to get prepared. Now you did two more things. Oh, it's over. Because it that interaction could always res, result in violence, like with that woman, because she grew up that way. Yep. So I, I feel it's like a disclaimer that I tell people, you know, when they run their mouth, like everybody not always scared of the repercussions and the police ain't always going to be there on time. A lot of times they are only there to clean situations up and I'm not inciting violence on anybody. I'm just telling people how to move, like move in the world appropriately, knowing that everybody didn't grow up like you. You can thank you this or you can thank you that, but if you, all, if you don't realize that violence can become of any situation, depending on who you're dealing with, you won't, help, you won't handle yourself accordingly. And that's what that woman did. And I believe that at that point in time, she realized, oh, shit, violence is coming this out is of this. Happening. This is happening. Let me play dead.
1: But I'm watching <laughs> you know it. Saying? I'm watching it. Like, what did you expect? She didn't you spit expect in anything. That she face? expected you an argument expect? back and forth. But you spit in my face. Yeah,
0: but that's it's not going to result in violence. I've spit just, in a lot of people's face like, in my life, and I've never been smacked in the face. So I why really would I think just I wasn't? I was even now? understand that. But just, just think like, about what, just how we grew up. Though there's people around us that never would have believed violence could come around that this situation can be what it's going to be and it'll never result in violence. Yeah, That's just not in everybody's life. Everybody don't run like it's that. It's
1: always a very judgmental conversation and I've had them even as a mother, but I'm just kind of, it's a situation where, you know, there is assaultive words and verbiage. There's personal, <laughs> You know, as far as space, personal space, and things you, yeah. like that, that that can make something happen. So it's like have some resp- have an element of respect because the problem that happens is we're all human, right? I might not be all that great of an arguer because I'm not going to allow somebody in my space or I feel like you're too close to me and I yeah. feel threatened and anything could pop off at this moment because of the nature of your tone or your words. So I might just snatch you up real quick just to avoid that from happening. Or mm. I may just feel that disrespected. So and you said
0: walk with a red- level of respect. I'm going to take it one, one step <laughs> further. Walk with a level of awareness of you don't know everybody's situation, yo. And somebody might just be ready way. to bop your shit out. Like I they might the just be ready to way. do that. I tell people all the time, I used to when I was younger, I used to be like, dog, I'm definitely willing to do 90 days. Leave me alone. I would joke about it. But like, yo, it's 90 days for a simple assault. Leave me alone, bro. I do 90 days right now and handle this. I mean, it's joking. But at the end of the day. Somebody might really be walking around with that situation. Think about people who are out here committing crimes all the time, every day. They taking life chances every day. They, re- they definitely willing to knock your block off over some disrespect.
1: It's just a healthy- Call like somebody I, that's a the B way, word, a
0: man a B word. Oh, my that's God. That's the way
1: I walk through the world. I don't know anybody's life story. I don't know their upbringing. I don't know their mind state, their mental state. I don't know any of the above, period. Yeah. And absolutely, spitting in someone's face is assault.
0: Nicole Buchanan says spitting in someone's face is an assault, especially during these times. Absolutely. absolutely. It is anytime somebody spit. That's like one of the nastiest. It, That's one of the worst things you could ever do is spit at somebody. I'd rather be slapped than spit. Yeah, just I'd rather be yeah. shot than stabbed too. That's another one. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I just that way the knife go through you and Cleaner. just you hear it when it go through you, like <laughs> cutting like the I don't know. This is all types of stuff and I don't, I don't know. That's a weird one, but spit. unless it's in the head, stab me in oh the head. God. Not.
1: No, because usually people don't
0: die. They just be have like a knife, just picking the knife out.
1: sticking out, and they can't don't say certain, out. they
0: can't say certain words like. Don't hey babe i got something oh though, it hurts somewhere right in here i don't it's not so bad here it, and <laughs> not so bad over here but like right here. this don't work yeah, there's not here, like, here
1: here but more right here
0: you see that all the time though people get stabbed in the head and they be like
1: so that's the situation you're yeah, like that's like, the one time i would but oh, oh, oh
0: where are you gonna stab me at but
1: that's another in the stomach thing.
0: okay i'll take that one i'll take a bullet in the Think stomach
1: about that oh you're you gonna don't... stab
0: me in the head how okay, many, I'll take what How head. many
1: people carry knives? You don't know who's carrying a weapon on them I and mean, might not. We know be... that
0: for sure. I
1: mean, I'm just. Erica saying. had a
0: situation with a knife. We... <laughs> Can I tell this story? So listen, great story, you guys. Grab your popcorn here. So we're leaving. The ha- I don't know where we're leaving. The harem or somewhere downtown? No, it was Washington. on Washington. We're on Washington. We're, we're leaving. Mo. Everybody's buzzed. Erica's not buzzed. She's driving. Right. We pull up to this. I'm light.
1: always
0: the DD. We pull up to this light. and There's these two drunk girls walking across the street, and it's a, it's a red light. It's then it turns green, and they're just still moseying across the street like ain't nobody waiting for this light to turn, and it did, and now, let smack. us go, kind of talking interest. shit. And I was like, yeah, I reached out the window. Now, I'm in the passenger side. I reached out the window. I was Ooh. like, yo, move. And this girl comes to the side of the car. I'm thinking she coming to talk. She, you know, like, talk to us, like, what, or whatever? What'd you say? Or- so she comes to the side of the car, and she has keys in her hand, and just, bow <laughs> smacks me in the face with her keys. So I don't know. I'm, like, shocked. Like, what the f-? I Are didn't you know serious?
1: that happened because I was I was like in the driver's seat, so I didn't know that happened. I just so she about
0: to pull off, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't even know what it's I was like, thinking. I'm like, yo, I'm pull like... over! That not just smack me in the face with no keys and get away. I'm at least about to go argue with her.
1: But I know he's not about to do nothing
0: physical, so nah. I'm like, er, pull over. So she I'm pulled. Like... Yeah, can I tell the story? man? Yes. You, got, you gotta let All me right, do this. I know you're excited. That's your story. No, because I'm like, don't No, No, it's me, yours. I'm gonna let you tell a little piece. No, no, I'm gonna tell. Let you tell a little piece at the end. It's your story, but I'm telling it. This is a this is a biography, not an autobiography. So, anyways. <laughs> we turn this we turn the corner and uh the girl's is like ready to go like, like what's good it's like me it's like it's me and you in the car
1: it's just us so they
0: yeah they ready to go they're like what's good you know I, I. so I get out the car again to argue <laughs> with them I'm not trying to fight them or nothing I get out the car to argue with them and this chick pulls out a knife now Erica's in the car she she's like what the hell is going on she ain't buzzed or nothing I'm drunk so of course I'm about to argue with you for an hour or so I don't care we can argue why did you hit me in the face with the keys whatever so these two girls is out there and the girl pulls out a knife. And of course, as soon as I see the knife, I just told y'all I don't like getting stabbed <laughs> by knives. And if anybody's seen my face, I got a cut on my face right here. I understand what knives can do. So uh, I was like, nah, I'm straight on dealing with a knife. So the uh, first thing I do, obviously, is what i seen in the movies. I take my coat off and wrap it up. Like, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, grab the knife from her when she tries to do something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I was thinking I was gonna do. This is factual. So he I wrap really my I wrap my my, my he did one seen of these. people do that. Like in the <laughs> movies when somebody got a knife, like, you know, we gonna she gonna stick at me and I'm gonna I'm gonna push it like that. So I was just thinking, all right, <laughs> how I'm gonna do this. So <laughs> It's like, funny
1: as hell. No, now, it's dead ass this Because is what he happened. really did do that.
0: So we run around in a circle for a little while. Like just I don't know what I like she's she's like, Yeah, come on, motherfucker, with the knife. And I'm just like, Yeah, come on, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, and her girl just over there. So I'm like, if i'm like i can't remember what happened and why you got out the car oh no, because you guys she left straight. me yeah because we were cussing each other out and, and I she couldn't had the knife. so then she decides well he ain't gonna fight me i'm gonna go over here and fight beat up his girlfriend so she's in the car so she goes over to the car erica's got the window up and she starts banging on the side of the car and on the window with the knife she doesn't know it's a knife at this time but no, she's I banging on the fest. window like bitch get out the car yeah, yeah. so erica of course I'll being who she is out, blah, she blah, gets blah. out the car and starts to fight this girl so it's erica giving her the business now mind you this is a long time ago, long time ago. we've been <laughs> together for over 20 years hence <laughs> the 20 to life long. this is this is a long time ago so anyways erica gets out the car because bitch you ain't gonna be I'm banging like, on my car to drag
1: me out of nothing <laughs> yeah exactly
0: so erica gets on top of this girl and she's whopping right and i'm like oh hell no nah. babe she got a knife Because she don't know she got a knife at this time. And she jumped right on the girl. like It was like, right now, fight. She jumped right on her, get to going. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's got a knife. What are you doing? But Erica was full on in the fight at this point in time. And then on top of that fact, Erica does not put the car in park when she gets out of it. And we're on a hill.
1: I jumped out. So now I got to
0: make a life decision. Do I save our car or do I save my wife from this knife? So I'm looking around and I'm like, Erica got it handled though. Like she really do got this situation handled. And obviously either the knife is already in her or, <laughs> or the girl can't get it to her. So I'm good. I, I'll go throw the car and park. I, the girl, good. the girlfriend ended up getting you off and breaks she it up dead. and whatever. Then we get in the car and I'm like, yo, I'm I'm patting her down, like, yo, are you bleeding anywhere? She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, yo, that girl had a knife. So we get back to the crib and her coat is all cut up. She's got cuts on her arm yeah
1: right here
0: and it was like, yo that it was one of those why did I even start was... telling the story? Oh, we don't we never know who's to... got a knife.
1: Yes never People, everybody carries it. a damn
0: pocket knife. This and is why it... 2-A is important as well, yes. but this is the reasons why 2A is important.
1: I'm just saying, like you
0: still got scars on your arms. I do. From I have that. scars
1: on my arms from it. It was. It, I mean, it wasn't What the fuck
0: made you want to fight the woman that had a I knife? I did
1: not know she had a knife. And oh no!
0: I think you. Was I just really didn't. Ready to go. I
1: literally couldn't see that, and I remember thinking like why the hell did he just take his jacket I swear I remember thinking what the hell is he cause doing I've cause I saw in you in every
0: <laughs> old school movie when they get the knife I out I
1: vividly remember thinking what the hell is he doing that mug
0: snapped that knife out and immediately she, they take their coat it off it
1: wasn't like out. physical so I didn't think anything of it so when you come back when I was around, moving
0: in a circle away from this girl with this knife no. it wasn't physical to you what you I think mean, I was in, doing
1: in retrospect I kind of can see I would have like,
0: ran if I wasn't a, if I wasn't a dude that's trying it just you know what I'm happened saying?
1: so like, fast but then he gets out of dodge cause he's like okay she got a knife but the thing Thing is is you didn't verbalize that to me when you got in the i car. was yelling
0: it at you you was too involved with the fight that you didn't hear me yeah. saying babe she got a knife so he
1: jumps in thinking we're gonna skirt off but it just happened so fast so by the time i, I jumped was in out, the car yeah, that's
0: what it was i yes, got in the car that's the car. why she came and started banging yeah, on and your she's window telling
1: me i'll drag you out the car in the snack and i was like you don't have to drag me out the I car." i was in I the passenger out. seat yes. when you
0: jumped out on the car roll
1: so he jumps out, sees that going on, and you saved the car. You ran and, and got it, you know, came back.
0: I don't know what type of man I. will I?
1: say, homegirl My did not. My wife had it handled. Uh, well. she, homegirl did not jump in or do anything. No, nah, she didn't. Nope, she let it go. Well, she did drag me off. Of
0: yeah, she pulled you she off. She pulled of me off little. and like, I was me. proud of you, though. And then
1: they threatened to call the police on me. Yeah,
0: we're going to call the police. I was like, man. She was calling
1: the police. And y'all I'm just like, tried to
0: attempt the murder that's I was like, like,
1: you just pulled a knife out on me, and you're gonna call the police on me?
0: There's another story. This is another uh, another part of this that you guys should all understand. I just told y'all this is how to. This is how when I talk about like communities, and my nephew was in a situation, and it was similar to this, where a girl had assaulted him, and he didn't call the police. And then when we was in court, the court, the prosecutor attorney was like, "Well, why didn't you call the police? She assaulted you." This is where. Um, Understanding of like communities matters. Racially biased, right? When they talk about like tested racially biased, that's that's racially biased because why didn't he call the police? Because we don't call the police like that. Like we just don't. We handle situations. This girl tried to kill my wife. That (laughs) could have been all types of fifteen years to life. We could have been going to court, sent her all the way to prison, and all of that. We just don't call them. Everybody got out of it okay. Everybody alive. Oh, you just got a little cut. All right, we good. Let's go home.
1: And I could have drove off. I jumped out the car. Granted, yeah. she had a weapon. She shouldn't have, but, you know. But that's what I'm saying, those...
0: like, it's one of those things when we talk about, like, why didn't he call the police? That's why, yo, like, that our community is just a lot of times don't. That's just one of them things you got to understand. And we just all the time don't call the police when something happens. It's like, okay, y'all left. We got into a fight. You left. I left. But, see, now somebody who's smart or is trying to get somebody in trouble, the first person to call the police is now the plaintiff. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of times that that could play against you. It could go go terribly can. against you if too. If you're but.
1: kind of a person that's like you know, let everything lie where it's at and work it out, get over it, go our separate ways type situation. What Tay
0: said, I would have loved to see <laughs> you just beating out, being butt.
1: Now mind you, y'all, we had just got done with the most low key chill cool night. night. My home girl was with us, and we we had just gotten done talking about how. We were on some grown people's, like we were, you know, out dressed cute and this, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Literally, she had just walked to her car. We got in. Yeah, it was true. And this happened. And I was mad
0: about that. I was like, damn, why couldn't Mo have been there? Because y'all would have been straight. I wouldn't (laughs) have had to be involved at all. Other than the girl had a knife, but Mo probably did too. Mo probably had a knife on her too. (laughs) I love Mo. She probably I, had one on When it.
1: I told her about it later, she could. it was just shocking. It was crazy. But it was just one of those situations you really just kind of never know. But again, this is one of those situations that at a different one, somebody might take it all the way, call the police or whatever. But I got to take my own responsibility in this situation because I could have kept my ass in the car. Yeah. Right?
0: No, you couldn't. I mean, you could have. I couldn't. Santos <laughs> Vega. I'm not sure who this is, but I appreciate you, brother. He says props to both of you. With what you've been doing, saw your post and you on some news sources. Much respect. We don't have to look at it. People are
1: saying there's like all these news sources. I haven't seen all all of them. Pops said he
0: on board. What's up, Pops? Pops lynn on here, he's on here watching. So yeah, that was uh that was that interesting story. That just kinda was when I when we know I don't like knives. I don't deal with knives. (laughs) Somebody pull a knife out. You got me, bro. Right, never cool. forget that
1: though i it felt like um the michael jackson video
0: yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> you didn't know what to do you ain't seen enough knife movies i knew what to do you ain't pull your coat off and wrap it around no your, you gotta pull it off wrap it around your arm or something That you gotta get something that like i just see like when they pull it if you wrap it like this and they stick at you like if they do like this <laughs> If they stick at you like that, you can, you can like yank it and swip it up. And what, like that. Now,
1: mind you, these things happen very fast. You don't really have time for anything, but I very vividly remember being like, cause he's like, babe, take your sweater off, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yo, she had a knife. And I remember going all of the emotions, like what? It's like, oh. and I'm like. Don't you think you should have led with that, like way earlier? And he's like, "I did. I tried. Man, to I didn't tell have you. no
0: time for that because you had jumped out the car <laughs> while it's rolling. To I had first a split ses- you- <laughs> second decision. Am I about to die in this car with it rolling down the street? I don't know what the hell going on. Hey, but yeah, that's that's, that's life, man. You know. That's 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 the life part of America. Twenty to life, right there. We've been so through some many things, stories. Right. That a is lot of those. But anyways, right. back on the two A. Um, we'll see how that turns out, man. There's a, a whole lot of a whole lot of support. I haven't really seen too much negativity. Like, I, I, I mean, mean I've seen somebody was like, oh, he's a paid mercenary. <laughs> like, okay, I mean, I might have been dressed well. I might have looked good. I you mean, missed
1: our conspiracy theory show.
0: Go yeah, watch that. So, like, that's a
1: conspiracy theory. Yeah, I was like, a paid
0: mercenary. You're a paid all mercenary. All what? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just a concerned citizen, man, ultimately.
1: The thing is, though, like, what major spin can you kind of put on something that if you weren't out here chastising and dogging what happened last week, you know what, what what can you say about us right calm collected non-violent. that was very
0: important to us and i didn't have to tell anybody that either my nephew d'angelo he was out there you guys have seen him on the show my son mikey was out there uh bam was out there sin uh, i didn't have to say to anybody how to add. everybody was out there just straight cool they handled their business because that's how we always do and i always talk about that like Black folk walk circumspectly. We understand how to handle ourselves, man. Like any, anytime we're going to put ourselves in a situation like that, we are hypersensitive of how we handle ourselves. Cause we know and, we ain't got no room to get out of pocket like them.
1: And again, again, change the narrative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We, we have to normalize this because there's this weird like notion that, you know, these white men and even white women are somehow more responsible gun owners or more valid gun owners or whatever you want to call that no we are responsible we know exactly that's why it's so important for minorities to understand if you are pro second amendment rights you are pro guns teach your kids young you teach them respect for the gun respect for the damage that it can do you teach them to be comfortable and confident with guns that's how you avoid them playing with guns and having accidents or picking up a gun that's not theirs mm-hmm. or them turning 18 and going and buying an illegal gun off the street, you know, to have it or carry it around or whatever. Or, or even when they're 21, buying illegal guns, carrying around, get caught with it. They're a felon. Now they can't have a gun legally when they could have actually had a legal gun if they would have just known what the proper easy right. steps are. It might right. take a little bit of time.
0: Oh, Another thing that's very important for all y'all out there, if you have a felony and you are carrying a gun, that's got to be one of the stupidest shits you can ever do, yo. That's like an automatic, it's a federal offense to be a felon with a firearm. So like, they could pull that on you. They can pull the, um, it's automatic four years for committing a crime with a fel- with a gun if you're a felon. It's a two to five for carrying a gun if you're a felon or carrying a gun concealed if you don't have a weapons permit. Yo, there's just so many guns, like the way that they, they govern guns, Pile like <sighs> even if you have a registered weapon and you don't carry it correctly, if you don't have a CPO, you can be charged just like you don't have a CPO.
1: Absolutely. If you, so like you can open carry and, and these are like little things that people might not know. That's why it's so important when we say know your rights know your rights about everything, know the rules, regulations, because you not knowing will never get you no, out of the situation. Gonna you're a still going to be charged with it. You're still going to get things taken away because you didn't know. So like, for instance, you can open carry in Michigan and everybody knows that. Right. So you think if you can open carry, I can open carry and, and drive down to the Capitol, whatever. Well, if you get pulled over and you don't have a CPL and you've got your gun open carried, you're still getting hit with a felony. Right. If you don't have a concealed permit, you right. cannot transport your gun in your vehicle locked and loaded you right. can't unless you have a cpl and if you don't know that how quickly and how easy you had a legal registered gun but you just didn't know you couldn't have it in your glove
0: box so my sister says d'angelo is looking like black power he wa he actually i talked to him early in the day he was like uh unk, i'm all dead up like the 60s uh black panthers i was like yeah nephew he showed up he already up got too. that look to him too he showed up too actually, i should need to pull a picture up so i can show that on here he actually sure showed album. up with uh with his whole black panther setup too
1: And yes, I took pictures. Absolutely. And I want to make very clear. I wasn't
0: even going to address that.
1: Well, I I will, because I want you to show a couple of them because they're very it's it's very it needs to be visual. We have to stop acting like people carrying guns that have more melanin than others is something to be afraid of or something to shun away from or to think is not okay because it is
0: right. It's very subjective. Who's going to be afraid of it, though? For sure. I've heard so many people like, well, that looks a whole lot friendlier than that last picture that I seen. Like, <laughs> yeah, I bet this was, uh, this is Bam right here. This is Sin. This is my son, Mikey. This is me and my my nephew, Photocrats. D'Angelo. I'm sorry, I'm pointing at this like they can see my mouse. Yeah, they all can't the way see your to mouse. the right is Bam. <laughs> Up behind right him is Sin, and that's my my son right there in front, and me over there in the green, and my nephew D'Angelo. Oh, over here with his sidearm on him, with his black uh, peacoat, all the way blacked up, got the black beanie on, all of that. He showed up ready.
2: Showed up. This was
0: after we had already. Um, so that's another thing. How this went down. This was after we had um, escorted her from the build, the house building across the street, to the Capitol and into the elevator where she was plenty safe, and then came back outside and we're waiting to escort the next senator. We're excuse me, uh, representative that we were going to escort um so we were just waiting right here at this point so why not take the infamous um <laughs> black to. panther picture on the Capitol steps so absolutely that's what y'all see there so there's no there's no uh conspiracies behind this there's no extra shit and that's what i keep seeing is everybody's like oh there's gotta be something crazy that that's a you know there's that's she's gotta she went and hired to a firm to come no it's really what What she you didn't do
1: anything the she... city
0: pause wrote an article and it was the best article it's the re- it's like it's one of the best articles that could have been written it was so factual and true yep. every aspect of it was very very uh well put together a uh, shout out to kyle kaminsky for writing that article absolutely but it was definitely exactly how it went it yeah. was exactly how it yeah. went the headline was exactly correct there was nothing outside of that no inner no. You know, inner deep state bullshit. It was just literally. There was no
1: clickbait headline. Right. To make you like, you know, it was very objective and factual.
0: Carla Linder says, growing up, if my kids touched a gun, they had to clean it. No one ever touched them. We also made sure they respected them and knew how to use them. That's a fact. And that's, you know, and not to make it a black and white issue, but that's a lot what happens in white households.
1: Carla's native.
0: Native households. Well, that's different for her, too, than I guess. Well, maybe not, though. I don't know. That's kind of generalizing to say that. But um, in white households, though, that happens a lot. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying Carla is, but But they do deal with their kids with guns. When I was growing up, we didn't have any guns in the house. All my friends did, though. I had a friend named Mike that his dad was an avid hunter they had hunting dogs and everything else and they they had all of the guns and took them you know shooting the guns matter of fact that's the first time i ever shot a gun was with mike and his dad and we went out and shot a shotgun and we hit clays and stuff and i was probably 11 years old that's the first time i ever shot a gun and that was the last time i shot a gun for a while because i always didn't have guns around me now my my mom did have a boyfriend named bruce at the time she's on here too but he was a super gun addict like he had hundreds of guns. And then he also had this jerry curl that would tear up the couch. <laughs> and I used to be mad because every time he sat down and put his head on the couch, it would tear it up. Stop. Mom, you know I'm not lying. He had Why that soul, had to throw that in that there soul glow. she got over it. She moved on.
1: <laughs> you can't you had the jerry curl and the gun. Yeah, she got it. She the moved game. on.
0: So Nicole says that's a beautiful pick. Maybe if folks get used to seeing us caring, they can stop panicking and presuming we are dangerous. Thank you. Doc, that's what I'm saying when I talk about changing the narrative. They don't see us enough with them. I've talked to all my buddies that i talked to who I know have guns. I said, post a picture of yourself with it and keep posting it. And post it and post it. Post it with your kids with it. Post you showing them how to, like, they need to see us doing that because it is like an alien thing. It's, a, it's an alien uh, situation to see somebody, black person with a legal weapon
1: that's deeply rooted in racism right it's it is oh i'm not racism. saying they're right yeah it but just could, is
0: it's not even about the white people too though about our own people getting comfortable seeing us with guns
1: yes legally it's not negative it's not scary it's not wrong you know it's one of those things that again normalizing that behavior
0: my sister said bruce made his own bullets <laughs> of so course, my sister of course he did and it, yeah he did and i remember he had all his bullets and stuff in the basement um that's why i guess i did kind of have guns around but it wasn't like i was my dad didn't have them, so my dad was the one that taught me everything as a kid um but anyways uh i heard the story and it's almost like when you hear a story when you're young you believe you were there and i don't remember if i was or not but i remember like i was there uh my sister is definitely afraid of bees so we're gonna have to watch out for you when these murder hornets come that's a fact um but anyways my my sister is definitely afraid of bees so much so that in sort, in order to stop herself from being stung, she ran out in the middle of a firing range, across all this gunfire to get away from a bee. Yeah, that happened.
1: And Michelle, I don't know if you've heard of the murder hornets, but oh, it's yeah. a thing.
0: Murder hornets. <laughs>
1: the murder hornets.
0: The murder hornets are coming. The murder hornets are coming.
1: Where <laughs> people's fear of COVID so is waning. I've got to show everybody
0: them. this because this was like the funniest shit on the internet to me, yo. I, I don't. I laughed about this picture for like. I laughed about this picture for at least a couple hours when I first seen it. This is Because it's been out there
1: for a couple days now. They're like, are they going to come to Michigan? This
0: is definitely the funniest shit. (laughs) Get inside your house, the British say to them. They say, no. Release the murder hornets. The what? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Get inside your house. No. (laughs) Release the murder hornets. The what? <laughs> yeah, murder hornets, motherfucker. There's thousands of them. All I pic-
1: all I picture is the, the fuck Yeah. Hey, the so what? Like what? The, the what? what? What is he talking about? <laughs> Hold on! Whoa! 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 Murder!
0: Murder! What?
1: <laughs> but that's literally uh, like everyone's thought process when we started hearing about this. I'm like, really? Anything else? Yeah, man. I mean, ju- I'm just saying. <laughs> she said, "Don't, don't do me." <laughs>
0: We're gonna keep this picture up. I'm gonna put this over. It here is a beautiful picture. Yes, yeah, so everybody can see that one
1: photo cred that's why i'm not in it but i had i had to take that pick it was
0: we're dope. gonna make we're gonna take one that's bigger and better than that because we changing the narrative yo we changing the narrative on this we can do this too and we can protect our own we can do them both at the same time in our own neighborhoods as well yep at the end of the day
1: because normalizing it makes all of us safer as minority gun you know owners and carriers normalizing it makes it safer for all of us Period.
0: So Carla has something she wants to bring up. Let me see this one here. So I just read an article in New York Post: a community health center treating Native Americans in the Seattle area issued an urgent call for medical supplies to local, state, and federal agencies, but instead received a box of body bags. Oh my god! I just
1: read about that today, actually, probably in the last couple hours before the show started, and oh. and, and I fact checked it because I was like, this is this real? Um, and it is real. They requested um, supplies that they desperately need. And it's been in the news a lot, kind of. Um, native news sometimes gets pushed real deep down. But um, they've been desperately saying, we don't have enough. People are dying. We don't have enough to treat, et cetera. And they're just being kind of forgotten about. And um, when they finally requested it, that's that's what they got. They asked for supplies, to be clear, medical supplies, to treat. And they got uh, boxes of body bags. And they that's pictures. sick, yo. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it is. Again, marginalizing What's people Taylor in every way. Here?
0: It's another one for the apocalypse bingo.
1: Oh, you're talking about the murder hornets. Yeah. Oh, anything else? Yes. Anything that, else? Apocalypse. I mean, that's a bingo. fact. Let's bring it on.
0: Oh, COVID ain't doing it? Here's some murder hornets. <laughs> Take these. Here's
1: these. When
0: COVID-19 didn't do what we said it was going to do, we released, released the murder hornets. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the murder hornets. Who? <laughs> like that's that, all I did. The old lady's like, huh? <laughs> the murder hornets. What? What do you say? You say hornets? No, the Murder Hornets. <laughs> close the windows, Fred. <laughs> Fred? <laughs> yeah, his name's Fred. Fred and Ethel? <laughs> yeah, no, it's Bar- Bertha. Bertha? Bertha? Yeah. Okay. Fred, close the windows. There's Murder Hornets oh out gosh. there. I can hear
1: this guy. I can see this conversation, actually.
0: The what? What'd you say? It's a Murder Hornets. I just seen it on the tube there. <laughs> the tube? Yeah. On the face The face thing book face
1: <laughs> oh my gosh apocalypse uh, bingo mom
0: there's not i don't know We're, they're not called murder hornet stuff. what are they called because my mom's about to close everything up not go outside for a couple weeks what's they call for real
1: they're a, they're an actual wasp they're it's just a really...
0: wasp it sounds better when well, it's a wasp that kills you i don't want i don't want to get but... killed by the murder hornet. but if just the wasp does if, it that's if, cool
1: if you really kind of want to know watch a video and you can probably just google it the video there's a guy that willingly i think we himself before
0: you don't remember when we was at wayne state and that big ass thing—it was like a, the, it looked like a hummingbird, with, <laughs> and it had a stinger on it to look. These like.
1: aren't that big though, but I know oh. I remember what you're talking about. Yo, it, I don't know what that
0: hummingbird. was. It did that shit looked look, like a hummingbird. It looked like a
1: hummingbird with a stinger. It
0: fell. It fell from the sky basically like, and hit uh, the damn bleacher, and it sounded like a grown person <laughs> fell. That's it sounded a like was. a
1: toddler tripped, like dunk.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I was like, "What the? Nope. It's yes, it's a, called
0: a giant hornet.
1: Giant Hornet, okay. That's kinda
0: of even worse though. Is <laughs> worse it a than a murder hornet?
1: hornet? I don't know. Fred, close
0: <laughs> the windows. The giant hornets are coming.
1: Murder hornet. The giants are playing the Who? <laughs> <laughs> and they are they look just sinister as hell. But the video, Google it, guy get he lets one sing him. And in he does this. He lets various, you know, just to report Betty on Betty White? It feels.
0: <laughs> did you say Betty White? She did it?
1: Why did I, I i didn't say uh, but do we really have to ask White, babe what? i want to do an experiment let me put this cup that has this hornet on here and let it sting you let's see what happens Man, i'm
0: good <laughs> I, you know i was thinking about that and uh <laughs> i just I don't just, really got time to do that you know
1: yo when this hornet stung him it literally immediately before he was already done he couldn't even take it before he could even get the. The hornet off of his arm yeah, it was awful I yeah. was like nope 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 and more nope no. <laughs> Tay says she asked Mikey if she could outrun
0: them. no no they kill 80,000 bees <laughs> an hour that's the thing they're murder bees is what they do so but I, I seen one jumped on a mouse though I seen one kill the oh, mouse it? and it's just the thing it's a serial killer because it didn't even want to eat the mouse it just wanted it dead so it's thinking <laughs> that's another scary thing it thinks it was Cornets mad at the are... mouse for doing whatever the mouse did, and decided to kill it and then leave it there so this for everybody is... else to see. That's some murder, <laughs> shit. OJ, leave him
1: there for the others. No, we're not
0: finna do OJ like that. No, he got found out guilty. I don't fuck care what none of y'all say.
1: <laughs> you don't gotta. We care. can't be
0: doing that black man <laughs> like that. Who, who, who OJ, we? Oh, okay. I can absolutely. No, i just oh no. Uh, OJ mm-hmm. got found out. We don't have this the conversation. Glove didn't fit. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> All the ones they took from us, one got away. Mm-mm. Can't get down with We're not going to play it. that
1: shit. I can't get down nah, with it. No, he got you away. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs>
0: However it went down, he's free. We going to take it? He on Twitter now. go going
1: take it? He is. Take that. I would not advise to outrun them because wasps do follow you. They, they are get angry. Ag- they are aggressive. They don't like
0: when you run. You just got to stay there and let them sting you. Because people
1: are like, oh, when bees sting you, they die after they put their stinger in. Like, Fred, there's a
0: murder hornet on me. Just let it sting but, you. You'll no. get angry if you try to run. <laughs>
1: It will. They hunt. They do. It'll get
0: angry if you run from it. Just let it get you. It's like a dog. Remember, I always tell you, don't run from a dog. Sit still. My sister deadly afraid of dogs too.
2: (laughs) Hurry, and Gabby.
0: So listen. A killer hornet, a killer, a murder hornet stings a dog. The dog runs at you, and the killer hornet runs after that. So you got a killer bee, or a killer hornet, or a murder hornet, and a dog chasing you. Michelle's falling out. Sissy, what do you do? She's falling out. Yeah.
1: She's going to fall out, period. What do you do in that situation? I mean, yeah.
0: What she say, Carla says, I always post negative stuff here for you guys to check out. Can I climb (laughs) on my other soapbox? Oh. Oh.
1: Miss Carla. She's like, I'll be trying to start conversations. Yeah. That's why I ran. Don't run from
0: it. It'll kill you. Shit. I'm going to stay in here and try to rationalize with this damn beat. Is it going to be, all right, so are we good? When do I run? Do I stay here?
1: No, they're they're terrible. I got, oh, I know they will chase you. I got you. into a wasps like a uh, nest. I didn't know we had a clothesline. Oh, she in our got back into yard. a wasp fight yeah, too. I forgot it about was. That. Ba- it wasn't a fight. No, they you got did get
0: stung by that one bee that swole your whole arm up too. I
1: did. I was. I think it Who was, was that? A wasp. Mikey's
0: football game or something.
1: No, it was D'Angelo's football game. Oh. We were tailgating. Yo,
0: Erica got the worst luck with everything in the world. If I'm
1: just sitting there minding my own business.
0: She just so and she erica's so like so docilely like perfect just be like chilling. Just, just Thanks, so cute babe. sitting on the da- on the uh, bleachers. She has her all her little stuff together.
1: You know, just uh, my bags.
0: Got her motherfucking oh my god! And it blew up too. It looked like a softball on her shit.
1: My whole arm, yeah, it was bad. It just ruined
0: the whole little barbecue thing for, her.
1: for me. I stuck it out though. I was good. She's like, Do you want to lead? Do you I'm like no. I'm you fine. needed to.
0: She like numb, no, right? <laughs> the left side, the left side of her face is flat. I
1: look like Will Smith. My bag. No. <laughs> Hitch, Smile for me. I can't feel my right side of my face. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Hold both
0: arms up. Wa- right.
1: Wasps? I think that was a wasp, and they do feel different. If you've ever gotten stung by a bee, it's not really all that bad. Like it hurts for a while. Once you get the stinger out, it starts going down. But a wasp, it's painful for like up to a week. Honestly, my mm. arm didn't go all the way down. That's a regular
0: street. wasp or a murder that, wasp. That's
1: what I'm saying. I'm talking about regular wasps, but I don't want to know what these people, what these wasps can. I said these people. <laughs> like it's a group of
0: people coming to get Fred, us. it's people coming to get me, and there's a bunch of murder wasp <laughs> They're out traveling here. wasps out <laughs> there. Hold on. Murder Hornet is worse. <laughs> murder <laughs> Hornet sounds even worse than Murder Wasp, though. Oh, man. Murder Hornets. <laughs> COVID nineteen and the murder hornets.
1: I need to put together this apocalypse bingo thing though because that is some true stuff. Like come
0: a murder on. Murder hornet.
1: Yeah, I can't do it.
0: What's next? Oh I yeah. shouldn't have said that. Oh my god, what did I do? Da- Never say what's next in a situation no, like
1: now. No, because we already know. We just got to. Kim it. Jong-un
0: is alive. <laughs> That's next. That's it.
1: He is alive.
0: Yeah, they said they seen him. Yeah, or they he's like been seen or they weekend that him. Bernie walked his ass out there somewhere. <laughs> like just hold him up
1: they tried to do the whole body double thing and i almost believed it i seen when they showed the pictures and his teeth were messed up they were different i was like that is not him that wait a minute are you serious yes i'm dead serious this whole story came out that it was a body double whatever but it was found out to be that that picture was doctored they doctored the teeth why to try to make it look like a body double to keep the conspiracy going
0: who did north korea
1: somebody in North Korea they don't have don't computers know. in North Korea I don't know who did it I'm they just- got
0: <laughs> Apple's the DOS the DOS you have to put in command Alt. the floppy disk yeah you gotta put in like a, a whole like, run like command <laughs> command start Apple now enter escape and then they are like don't get on
1: the phone yeah you
0: gotta put that floppy disk i on
1: the computer blow
0: it and shake it stick it in there don't work pull it back <laughs> do it again
1: they're saying it's him though that's how Nintendo they, used to get died. me I
0: used to be so mad with, with the first what? Nintendo with what? With the cartridge. Oh,
1: because it would never work right. You had to
0: blow in it. Then you had to put it in just enough so that you had to yank it down so it I popped was, in. You had to feel that like... Then I had the same problem with New Age stuff on my PlayStation 1. You don't remember that when you used to do that to me? The disc? Yeah, like yeah, the disc would I never do. play. It, would, it, was it was weird. Then it was like a it thing. Was... I had one of the ones Didn't that did
1: Didn't you have that? to put something... Like you had to Yeah, like put something... It?
0: Yeah, you had to do some other weird oh stuff my to gosh. it. Oh
1: gosh. Stuff don't never work that right for That shit torture
0: for a, young, for a person that likes playing no, games. No, it's
1: torture for you specifically because you hate when things don't just yeah, work just Right. Work. he gets so frustrated about that's it that's why i'm like, an
0: apple guy now i used to have samsung everything and i used to have the windows all of that but that shit don't never work right because everybody's yeah. on a different page it's like there's too much diversity in microsoft they got too many yes, different
1: in samsung and yeah, all that like,
0: samsung runs a different operating than this one do and it's that this this and you just i'm straight yeah, Apple. Everything just really so does run great. Like if I come in here on my phone, just like right now, I've been sending pictures off my phone to my computer with no problem. Just pop there. Yeah, pop there. FaceTime. We timing. all have shared
1: albums. We post our pictures too. And right. I mean, hold on. Pop says something.
0: Hold on. Pop said somebody noticed the body double was Chinese.
1: Yeah, that's what they're saying. Huh. This is the same guy. They said it was like different, like phone structure and all this stuff. But people are saying that that photo of that man was doctored.
0: Damn, so they did Weekend and burning him out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They showed him. Because me he him. just had heart surgery anyway. He wouldn't be out there at no parade. They I mean, open I heart surgery unless they cathetered or something. I have no
1: clue because it's so hard to get information. So that's where all the like theories come in because it's so hard to get information or, you know, pictures or anything. So everybody's just running with what they think.
0: Yo, how does North Korea live like that without, without nuclear weapons, yo? How so can impressive. they, but I'm saying not that how they live. How do this world power allow them to live that way? Like we would run up in anybody. We run up in Libya shit for even just trying to make their own money. You know what I'm saying? Like we were run up in Saudi Arabia they, because they we thought the they had some be shit. Because the government be knowing
1: things we don't know, so they know something about why we allowed. I think they know he' will get happen. in their
0: ass and he' ain't playing that shit. You come I over here, know. we are gonna get in your ass. Oh, you didn't think it was gonna be no violence come out of this situation? That's what Kim Jong Un gonna tell him.
1: He's like, "Oh, you thought I died?
0: Yeah, nah. Surprise. I was just over here riding this this rocket over here to oh, to Hawaii. Oh my
1: gosh." People were talking about it, too. Like People are making all these jokes, and they're like, imagine faking your own death like to see what would happen, but all everybody did was talk shit about you.
0: (laughs) And it was like him crying. So what they wanted to do was find out who was going to try to get in power so he can kill all the people behind him that they thought was going to take over.
1: Well, if his sister ends up dead, we know she was next. That's sad, man. That's how he rolls. Let's just not forget. When Trump, I know he has this whole weird love-hate relationship. Let's not forget that Putin and Kim Jong-un. Putin. Putin 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 who Putin they're both murderers just know just let's not forget all of that
0: okay here we go we gotta get serious again we're back to America part of Tony to Life it's uh, all part of America Carla says that I am trying to understand MDoc's testing process for COVID-19 and no one will give me any info where do you think I should start mm. I've talked to the inspector the advocate excuse me the warden's assistant and the head of health care so far so I just got invited to. I'm about to tell you right now. This is why. This is how God works with us, y'all. This is how God works. So this is what I don't want y'all to understand. That this is how God works. Uh, one second. Uh, my phone. I'm gonna pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up.
1: So slow too. <laughs> Stay with getting... <laughs> me. This is very important. Just hold you just on. Just got talking about... It's because you turned your Wi-Fi off.
0: Um. Let's see. Come on. Here it is.
1: So it's an event? Well, no, that's not it either. Why do you, you remember it when the name of you go of the to want to
0: find an event that's supposed to be, you can't never. Well, did find you
1: it. click going or interested on it?
0: I didn't say that I was gonna go yet. Oh, you could
1: have put in. That's why interested's an option. Do you remember what the name of it was? No, Mm-mm. not even close. The gist of it, maybe.
0: It was the it was the progressive, black or excuse me, the progressive, oh, man, democratic caucus or something like that i'm, I'm sorry because that's really embarrassing that i don't know this right now because
1: Ooh, uh, a lot's been going on yeah it's been a whole lot
0: going on today <laughs> a- anyways what what it is actually is a, I got invited to a um to a uh zoom meeting with is it a conversation Dana, with AG nessel. dana yes Nichols? thank you let me see that <laughs> conversation with ag dana nessel Hit the about. and the about here progressive caucus of the michigan democratic party Details. Join us as we spend some time discussing the issues facing our state and asking our attorney general our own questions submitted by our members. Caucus members have received an email with the details and form link to submit questions. Um, that's pretty much it. So anyways, um, I just got invited to this. So I will take your question there, Carla. There you go. So I'm I'll take your question. Absolutely. I think the A.G. Nestle will probably be the one to ask that question, too. I will take it to her and see what she has to say about it.
1: Yeah. For all the families that need information, need help, need a line of communication, we, yeah, a lifeline. Let's life snap
0: line. a picture of that real quick just so I make sure. I'll grab,
1: I it. I, I'll grab it.
0: Okay. So anyways, that's what Carla, I'm going to do. I'm going to try to make that connection for you and talk to uh, A.G. Nestle. I'll ask that question anyways. I don't I don't have a direct line in A.G. Nestle. I'm not going to try to say that I do, um, but if I got invited to this, I will bring that question up for you as to how to get involved, to understanding how they're doing all of that. And um, we'll go from there. So absolutely, you're welcome. That's what we're here for, y'all. That's what we need to be doing. Everybody does. If you have some type of connection like that or Use it. somebody that you can help with, with your resources or whatever the case is, you know, that's what you got to do. So, Yeah, that's
1: the point of networking and all that, you know. it's. America's I was thinking about what
0: life. would I ask her. Like, what would I ask her if I was on that? Or if I was going to send a, a question to be asked, what would I ask? So that's good. I mean, that is important, yo. And I don't know why we're not talking about that more. Like, honestly, about COVID-19 in these prisons and – i don't know maybe it's because the death toll isn't as bad yet so everybody's not really focused on it but
1: the you're right they we haven't been and i'm not sure why but the conversation is absolutely in the last week or so picking up a lot of steam um i cannot remember but i saw a group that has gotten started and i'll look for it carla and i'll inbox you if i do find it but i saw it come across and of course lost it but having to do with literally that Trying to figure out what the rights are, what you're going to do, what the action plan is, all of that. So it's gaining steam because it's progressing fast. That's yeah. the problem. And it's an ongoing thing. There's no way to flatten the curve inside of the prisons.
0: No. None. No There's no way. No social distancing. Unless you lock everybody down in their cell and now it's been a month and a half, that's like kind of Yeah. Yourself. We And
1: we got an inbox from someone else Um, who their significant other, that video that surfaced from inside the prison mm-hmm, when they were mm-hmm. talking about it um and her significant others in the background of that video in isolation in in the hole. and so um they were you know kind of asking the same type of questions but there's a lot of people out here that one that need to know these things
0: um so we got like what probably 20 minutes i want to talk about the situation that happened down in uh georgia i want to bring this up real quick
1: so the situation in georgia if you, you don't know what mike's referring to um been under a rock for the last two days, but uh there's a very disturbing video that just was recently released from an incident that happened back in February. um And it's the raw footage of um, a young black man being murdered by two white men,
0: a father and a son. I want to say his name. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ahmad is his name, but I don't know what his last name is. I need to get that. I need that. Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad Arberry. So Ahmad Arbery, yeah,
1: very important to um, say his name,
0: was killed oh. in Georgia jogging down the street. This is more of the same things that we've seen over and over and over again across this country, and nobody's brought into custody still to this day. So Erica brought up a whole lot of super points to me that I never thought about, like um, in these right to in these right to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stand your ground states, which Michigan is one. Just so y'all know. If you didn't know. Yeah, Michigan is one of the. We stand, talk shit about is, Florida, is a, is a but standard we're a standard, standard state. State. But um, if, if you're in one of these places like this, there's a couple things. So, like, supposedly the story is that they were making a citizen's arrest because of a complaint that came in that somebody was trespassing or whatever the case was. They were going to make a citizen's arrest. So during that citizen's arrest, that supposedly citizen's arrest, they ended up killing this guy. Let me say his name again. I'm sorry. Ahmad. Yes, Ahmad it say Arbery?
1: yep
0: ahmad Arbery. ahmad Arbery. so they ended up killing ahmad and um what we know now though it's really it's really crazy when the law comes out because what we know now about georgia law is that while making a citizen's arrest which you can down there if you encounter any resistance you cannot um use force in order to, to make that arrest correct
1: that's part of it but the I- It was the two bigger parts of it is the whole, because that's what they've been standing on is saying they were making a citizen's arrest, so that makes all of this okay. But there's two factors that have to be happening. First and foremost, um, the person has to witness them committing said felony. They did not. They got second-hand information. Oh, it's got to be a felony
0: also, right?
1: Yep, that was the second part. It's got to be a felony. And what the 911 call came in as, um, or what people say are accusing this man of doing is probably just being curious. Can't tell you how many times we've peeked into a vacant home or construction or whatever. So what they say is that he was on a construction site, peeking in like the the house or whatever, probably just being curious, right? Um they said at the very most that's like a misdemeanor, trespassing maybe, not a felony. So it also wasn't their property. It wasn't their private property. Their business. None of their business at all. So that law, the Georgia law, doesn't apply in this situation because they didn't witness it themselves. And the act that they're saying that he supposedly, allegedly was committing was not a felony. And those are two very major factors. So the simple fact that we're now in May and nothing has happened till today because now a grand jury will convene. But why did that happen, right? The video had to come out. The video had to come out. People had to go out and so they've had that
0: video for this whole time.
1: Everybody did. They were. Everybody has said they've been trying. They've been saying for months. They've been trying to cover this up. They've been covering this up. And I got to look it up because I never did. Yo, Um, how
0: can this continue to happen this way, man? Like ultimately, yo, like I'm just blown away that what's the what is it? I mean, I've never seen a black man be able to hold his ground. I've never seen that happen. And remind. Okay, wait a minute. Nope, that was a self defense, but it was based on. Him witnessing somebody else, the murder that happened downtown. Like that's what they said it was, a self-defense. But it was because they seen him shoot somebody else is why they came up with that determination. But I've never seen anybody Well, like, yeah, he mm.
1: literally saw a witness firsthand, observed right. somebody committing a felony. Right. Just shooting at somebody else. I well, mean, so what I'm
0: saying is I've never seen a situation where a person was assaulted or moved on, killed somebody, and they got to stand your ground. I've never seen that in Michigan, not with a black person. I've never seen that ever with a black person. Have you? Have no. you ever heard of it? Maybe I mean, it seems like we would hear about it.
1: I feel like we would have absolutely. Not to say it
0: ain't never happened. I just ain't never heard. I'm just admitting my own not Yeah, I don't.
1: I've never seen it. I don't think I have either. And and even if it is, there you can Why always I don't find always one make case. things about black and white.
0: Because it is always about that. This is America.
1: <laughs> I always laugh when people we say that. When we, well, we
0: just don't have the luxury not talking about yeah, what happens every like, day here.
1: People are like, "Why do? Why, you, know, you, you tend to make everything about race. And I'm like, no, I this make it makes about everything about race. Yeah,
0: really? I make it about that. I could have swore y'all was the ones that did You know what I'm saying? I was like, going to make a bad joke. I was going to be like, no, these eyebrows
1: make everything about race. Uh-uh. We all know I'm Mexican.
0: <laughs> Let's just be clear here. I think the CEO of white supremacy makes it about race. That's who does yeah. it. Not us. We Um, don't go out in the world and say, you know what, I feel like dealing with some racism today. Where can I find some at? That's just not how it works, man, at all.
1: So now that the video leaked um, and the video was taken by a bystander, um, it obviously has prompted a lot more action. Um, But again, can't forget that for the last few months, there has been no action at all taken. And so now finally they're like, oh, we're going to put this before a grand jury. Finally, oh thank you. They've had all of this. Um, something no, else but other. that's
0: also they rioted yesterday. They did. It took the video to come out for them to really for know
1: to know what happened. See they what suspected it takes. these things obviously. Um, and again, it's just hard because you watch this video and it seems really clear cut, right? You're, you know what you're watching, and I cannot tell you how many. I mean, we talked about. I, I say remember as if it was yesterday, but we've talked about how um, there's a benefit of doubt that's never given to minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so just shockingly angering to me to watch how many people are like well what happened before that don't matter i'm like nobody was
0: about to die before that so it don't matter
1: he didn't have a gun
0: it don't matter he He was running down the street from blocks away from where you are so therefore you had a chance to retreat you could have gotten away from the situation you didn't it doesn't matter what happened back there he could have shot you in the leg back there and you're way up there. It doesn't matter now. You don't get to have retribution. You don't get to
1: absolutely. You know what I'm
0: saying? You don't get to. Um, you are not
1: judged during execution. Yeah. You don't. Now you don't
0: get to say, okay, you shot me back there, but now I done not recoup, and I'm ready to come at you. That's not how it works. And we're, he was trying, trying to in immediate get danger. No, because no. he was
1: trying to get away from you. Exactly. And something I read that really oh, it was, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough to read, but um there is a great
0: point. J, Jt. Jt says. There has been no action. It's sad. Imagine if there was no video. Another two white men would have got off for a modern day lynching. Man, that's an absolute fact.
1: That's a fact. I
0: appreciate that, brother. That's a fact.
1: And there's um, the man that in, in that county, he's running for sheriff right now. So he came out today and made a really long post because he said, I know that people running for public office usually stay away from stuff like this. And he's right. They don't want to touch this with a 10 foot pole because, you know, you just don't know. He didn't care. He came out and said, you know, I want to give you my take because he's a, he's must be born and raised in Georgia is what it sounds like. And he talked about some of the nuances and the things that he saw when he watched the video because he said he kept rewatching it. And something that stuck out to him is the nature in which that they hunted this man down. And he called it that because he wanted to point something out to us as a normal people that may not catch this. He said in those parts, in those areas, they hunt in a very specific manner. And he said the tactic that those two men used is something they probably use all the time because they're avid hunters and everyone knows this about them because they're well known. Um, Dad used to be a cop. I don't know what son does. So they're well known around there. Um, and he said the way that the man positioned himself up on the truck bed and was up above watching, mm. this is the way that you would hunt an animal, mm. they said. And it's th- that he said it's actually illegal to hunt animals in that way. But he said, watching that, any avid hunter, the lion will know and will recognize those tactics. And he said, what they did was full of intent. This wasn't a no spur of the moment anything. They knew exactly what they were doing, and they knew what the result was that they were trying to, you know, get. They were they, there was an intended
0: result, full of I intent. mean, just could you imagine that? You know, like when we talk about this. It's so easy to like talk about this in just a situation, but like what I've learned through my line of work is I, I shouldn't say I learned this. is something I don't like to do, but I just always do when I encounter something nasty like this. I always run through my head what happened before that, and not before the incident, but prior to that in their life. So I always think about things, and this is a this is a part of PTSD that I don't know I'll ever get over. Um, but you think about things in the, in the way that it attacks you uh, mentally, where it'll it'll tell you like. Is this that last moment that's normal before I go out and have this terrible situation? So um, this kid was at home dressing himself out to go take this run. His dad could have been telling him, bro, you know, you don't care if it's COVID going on or not. You need to get out there and run your laps. Football season's coming. You don't ever know what the situation was. I know he's older than that, but I'm just saying, period. It could have been but a that conversation is it. similar to that.
1: They said he took his body very seriously and he yeah. was known to go on those daily runs.
0: So just think about that, that he was 20... at home getting his body together, eating, probably took him a smoothie or something, took his vitamins and strapped his stuff on, turned his headphones on and went on a run. And it ended this way. I mean, I just don't even know how to explain. It's like, if you put yourself in a position that you know is dangerous is one thing, but to have something like that happen to you, in a a completely innocent manner where you're just like i said you know what's going through his mind when he sees that truck stopped up there probably nothing just like and when you watch the video you see when he comes up on the truck he runs around it like i'm gonna go around this this way and it's like just how innocent that whole situation was that turned into a damn murder in the middle of the street and now yeah think about this as upset as we are and as hurt as we are to watch that happen that man's family yo they watch the scene. And now you're seeing the people who did it just living their lives and nobody's saying anything and just all of this is going on. Like, I can't even imagine. So like,
1: do you, do you know what his family was told initially? What? His mom was told by the police initially. Um, and she thought this for a long time until people started talking about it online and thought, you know, the video started, people started talking about it. They told her that her son was killed in the, um, progress of a, bur- a burglary that he was committing.
0: Wow. Mm.
1: That's what they told her. And she said...
0: So she had to live with that thought process. Yeah. So, she In had other to, words, the vision and the visual of what she seen her son, thinking her son did, was kick the door in. And as he did that, the homeowner shot him. Right? Yeah. That's she it. said
1: when police told her that her youngest son was shot and killed inside a home during a burglary, burglary, she had no reason to question it because it was authority talking. It wasn't until she did her own research and started reading local media reports, she started to question what they said. Um, and now the same mother is watching the video of what actually happened
0: this draws me back to when i was at the city council meeting in east lansing and that city council member told me that no cops protect bad cops and so what i'm saying that is that's an ex-cop once a cop always a cop once a fraternal order of police always that yo like come on man like really this the level that people stoop to so you think about this sometimes people will say this like these people all still have their job Why would they protect somebody who doesn't work there anymore? Because it's a brotherhood past that. It's a brotherhood past who gets a check and who don't. It's a reason why when people retire from places like that, they have to petition to stay in the union so they can keep that union tag, so they can keep those union benefits, be able to walk around and say they're a part of this union. It's something I've never never understood, but um, they'll protect that with their life, really, because these people who are lying for this man are doing that. If exactly. it comes to be found out, grand jury finds out they hit anything, they're going to jail too. So it's like y'all really are willing to protect. Y'all really willing to give up y'all whole life and everything else to protect this piece of shit. But that's like how that code go, man. Like they, 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 they take white supremacy real serious.
1: They do. And Georgia, oh, it's tough over there. And and the parallels to Trayvon Martin are astonishing. Except this time wow, we do have look video. At
0: that. JT says, it seems more illegal to hunt certain animals than it is to hunt people at this point in America. SMH. You ain't lying, man. Hey, you are not lying. If it's they if, if they had to did that to a dog, there'd be outrage right now.
1: Could you imagine there is a video of somebody that, you know, was- hunting I'm not saying it's
0: not outrage, but it'd be the type of outrage you ain't seeing that it you're would, not seeing It right would now. be
1: the widespread outrage that you want, you, you would expect yeah. to see. And the thing is, is the video contradicts everything that they initially said everything that the Who family heard the video? a bystander and
0: now why were they recording
1: they haven't said but Maybe the, there was
0: like a ruckus or they heard something whoever's, prior to that.
1: Whoever's investigating it, because that was the other thing is they were fearful that, you know, the whole we investigated ourselves and found no wrongdoing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a different, I don't know if you'd call it a department or what you would actually call it, that's investigating it. But they've also been called to investigate who took the video or or who leaked the video because it was leaked.
0: The mm. video was leaked
1: to, to the person. Well, the
0: person who took the video leaked it. They have got the video. I ain't took no video on my phone that doesn't go right to the cloud. Thank you, Apple. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I can pull it off the cloud. You can take my phone, take all my video. It don't matter. It's going to be on the cloud. So if the police, I'm recording something. I'm telling them, oh, I got you on recording. And they were like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Take my phone and try to erase it. It's you still going to be on the cloud. I, I want
1: to point something out, too, because I read this, um, and it really pissed me off because I read that the owner of the construction property, um, because, again, when stuff starts, when shit starts hitting the fan, Lines are drawn and people start picking sides, period. And if you're a person of color, you already know which side you're on. And the person that owns the construction site told the police that the same, the same. Now we're saying same because apparently you can commit people's faces and everything to memory. Unknown black male had trespassed on his property repeatedly.
0: Oh, wow. So Um, now they're giving context to why the murder happened. And
1: that alleged suspect was, no, because they would have never known that. And point being is my problem with that is. It's so, when we talk about the negative narrative and how racism and discriminatory behavior and biases paint minorities always in a negative light, if this guy was white, it may have never even been a thought process or a second thought process if he cut through there every single day or walked through there or walked around that house or whatever. It's all about narrative and perception, period. So when somebody is very easily say, Just listen to the words, trespassed on his property repeatedly.
0: Walked by my property repeatedly. When I was a kid, I went to Rio Elementary and I lived on Hillcrest, right between MLK and Pleasant Grove. And there was a shortcut that you get. Anybody knows the neighborhood, there's like a house that's kind of built into the ground. And we would take this shortcut through there, um, walk on top of his house (laughs) because it was just fun. We were little kids, dumbasses, but and jump a couple fences to get to our house, walk through five or six backyards. We could have been them same kids trespassing or just cutting through. But,
1: but that's you know what I'm point. saying? How many yards did I used to alley? That's what I'm saying. In? Exactly. It's
0: not trespassing. The no. guy was cutting through.
1: I remember when Who Michael doesn't have was... a
0: cut through path in somebody's yard is just a little quicker than taking the right angle to where they're going.
1: I can't remember what grade or what age it was, but I remember Michael telling me, um, he started to tell me about how his buddies had gotten knocked out of their house. And he's like, but he's like, they had- um like a thing that could jump get on to break into through their window
0: mm, that's dangerous for black children
1: and he's telling me and i'm sitting there screaming inside because i'm like okay and i'm like michael you can never ever 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 you can't even do that in your own house you understand this right and he's like mom no mama no i left he was like as soon as i knew what they were about to do i left he's like i don't want to be seen breaking into somebody's house and I'm like, you know, I pro- we probably already had this conversation with him. That's trauma. They were, they were white. It was three yeah. white friends. And he said, but I knew if they see three white guys jump, you know, no biggie. But if they see me,
0: yeah,
1: I, I, don't, I don't know what could have happened. That's
0: trauma, yo. I, I'm, I tell people all the time, like, I didn't realize racism was a thing back when I was growing up that much like this. I didn't re- it, wasn't in, it wasn't inundated in me how careful I needed to be and so on and so forth. So I always say that to these young kids that are growing up in the day that we live in today, how polarizing it all is right now. It's traumatizing. Just think, man, bl- bl- young black children don't feel like they can do anything without getting killed. And it's it's not to say we shouldn't be telling them we got to warn them about these things. But that's the problem. Like, it really is traumatizing to a kid to feel like they can't do nothing without getting killed. And they watching it happen. So it ain't even something that they just hearing and don't believe us. It's like they watching it happen. This kid was just jogging down the road. Like, jogging
1: and got killed
0: tamir rice was just playing and got killed like that's trauma these kids is going through on a constant basis
1: so that's when people talk about things in such a flippant way and talk about you know making it about race etc i really i have nothing for that conversation nothing i really got nothing for you
0: jt says again this this kid right here anti-racism i love it (laughs) jt's always been like that jt is one of mikey's friends from uh actually out in hope Yes. And uh, they was really good friends growing up. But um, I think they know the court system down there wasn't going to convict them. Now that it's going to grand jury, we can only hope everyone involved goes down. Well, who knows? It's America spelled with three Ks. Thank you, sir, for that. Uh, I actually had made a social media post about that. America right there and got in some trouble. Story for Not to say day. where I got in trouble, but I got some <laughs> trouble for that post right there because some people took it wrong. Or really? took it and got upset with it. Can you imagine who and what type of person it was that got yeah. upset with that? But anyway, people thought
1: that their feelings being hurt and yeah, them being offended, constituted infringing than, on your First Amendment yeah, rights. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, anyways, that's uh, that was uh, something. But no, that is that 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 America spelled that way exactly, uh, personified. It's a what sentiment about. Yeah, it exa- is. A it's exactly that. I can't. When I see that, I think of this. When I see that, I think of just this. This oh. is a broken. This is like seeing an upside down flag. It's a broken it's a broken country and it's broken by these three letters right here
1: exactly and it's it, people see that and they get so like butthurt about it and offended and they're just care. like and i'm like
0: i don't care how you feel well that, not, that. not
1: even the point like imagine how we feel yeah, seeing we're
0: the ones this dealing video
1: with that just came out yesterday oh it
0: makes you really upset we're telling you about the shit you're doing to me hey stop poking me in the eye with that knife stop poking me in the knife with that, with that with i don't with like that the knife. tone you're taking and i me. don't and i don't like knives <laughs> so that's another thing and and exactly that Oh, no, you're just always complaining why are you always complaining you're always complaining uh, one of the, a brother uh, your brother told me one time he was like uh, what they'll do to you in situations where you live say for instance you work in a predominantly white environment and you are getting picked at and they'll say like they'll pick you pick you pick you until you explode and then they're going to say now nah, he's an aggressive now the bear's out. Look at him. He's you know he's upset, but you've been p- picking this dude forever, and now you see he finally can't take it no more. And now you're the aggressive, this that the other, and you you know, it's just one of those things. It's another part of what Darvo. I need to bring that up and express you Darvo. Should. I want to talk about what Darvo is before we get off of here because we got about <coughs> ten minutes left. But I want to I want to bring Darvo up because I think it's really important, especially for black and brown people or women. Or anybody who any marginalized, in, yes, the same you know, situation group. dealing with something. And my psychologist actually is the one who told me this, or told me to look this up, and I was like so grateful for this because when you're dealing with situations like this, you don't understand it if you've never been through it or don't are not educated on it, you won't understand what you're going through. So you'll start to internalize it and thinking maybe you like you start getting gaslit enough. You're like, damn, is it that I'm just not? Am I doing something or is it you might even lose self con- self confidence in yourself changing your whole, behavior, yeah, change your behavior change start changing your... your behavior change who you are as a person I've been through this where I started that I don't want to say I hated I used to like resent certain things about myself and my environment you know what I'm saying because it was like this is not acceptable in the environment that I'm in now. I got back and so when I got away from that environment, even for a couple months, I started to realize that I was going through that and it was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I was even in that mind state. It's almost a defense. But it was mechanism. brainwashing. Yeah, it's it almost was a defense
1: mechanism. And I just want to read this real quick before you read that, because yeah. JT, that's right. He says I've used it plenty of times, the America with the KKK. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten in any trouble, but yet you have says a lot for real.
0: Man, young brother is woke. Very, very much. Super woke.
1: And yes, that's how black athletes and celebrities are portrayed. They get picked until they explode, and the only, and then only the explosion is shown to the media.
0: You gotta say who said that because it's on there. Did J- oh, little.
1: JT, still JT. <laughs> so,
0: um, Darvo, or how people try to escape accountability, deny the behavior. So if you're in somebody who stands up against racism, for instance, and say, "Hey, man, they're they're really discriminating against against me here." No, we're not. That's denying it. That's
1: not happening. Attack
0: the individual. Individual doing and confronting. Um, you're the you're one the being that story. way. You're racist. You're the one being that way. I'm not being any way. It's you. Reverse the roles of victim and offender. So that's same thing, really.
1: Yeah, I, kind of. Then they paint themselves as the victim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm it's, sorry. An, it's an acronym. DARVO, I'm the victim so. now.
0: Yeah. It's a victim. It's a. It's a. It's an acronym. Dark. Like, when you do that, it deny, made me feel attack, this way. reverse, victim, offender. And so, like, oh, here's a good explanation. Deny. It didn't happen. Attack. You're crazy. Reverse. You were wearing a short skirt. This is talking about sexual abuse. Because it can apply victim, in so many different situations. Victim. And your victim, you're making it up to hurt me or offender. You're cruel and aggressive. So these are all things, like, when I read this and I started to think back on my life and things that I had been through, I was like, wow, yo, like, that's the tactics they used on me. But when people use tactics like that on you and you know it, it's like you can sit back like you're playing chess and you've just moved. You've just moved your queen into a position that they're like, ah, this idiot just put his queen here and I'm about to take it. But little did they know your rook was in perfect position to checkmate them. So it's like when you know they're using this against you, it makes you so powerful. So anybody who's going through anything, whether or not you're any type of protected class or any of those type of situations, you're going through something and somebody's gaslighting the hell out of you look Darvo up, read into it. Cause that was very short. This description of what it is. There's a lot to it. There's so much to it. And, and then it, it can even go towards, you know, like I said, the sexual harassment, rape, uh, Uh, All types of different uh, discrimination, discrimination, uh, religion, anything that you may be having somebody, yes, oppressed or something like that happening to you, and you speak up about it. They are going to use Darvo. It's a it's a tactic that's used all the time. And my doctor put me up on that. And when I read that, it empowered me. I was just like, "Wow, no way in the world I'll ever fall for that again."
1: And the thing is, is it's very effective. And when something's effective, people get very good at it. Yes. Because it, the, if the behavior is effective, I'm going to keep doing it. And it's when I keep doing effective. it, I get better at it. Because guess how
0: easy it, it is to turn a whole group of people on somebody that's whistleblowing, as they call it, or stepping up and, and talking about something that's happening to them. It's so easy to turn a whole group of people on them and say, no, especially if there's more than one person doing it to you.
1: Exactly. <sighs> exactly. So
0: Darvo, that's one you yeah, definitely a, pay attention to.
1: Big, big, big one.
0: Uh, Doc says Darvo. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
1: It can be very it, things like this are very empowering. Knowledge right. is so empowering because it starts to make you understand your own behavior, starts making people, you know, you understand other people's behavior. And then it helps you to stop always questioning yourself, questioning your own belief system, your own moral compass, your own intentions. And you can kind of start looking at it and what their intentions are. You know, a lot of times you might have read aren't pure.
0: I want to bring it up, though. Yeah. That's how black athletes and celebrities Mm -hmm. are portrayed. They get poked until they explode and the only explosion is shown to the media. That's a fact. So we're talking about how they poke the bear, poke the bear, poke the bear, poke the bear, and then all of a sudden you finally say, All right, it's enough poking and now they're gonna darvel you and say, You're the aggressor, you're the one doing this, you're the one doing that or they want a camcorder or find excuse me, show that moment when you finally lose it now they're going to show that moment now you haven't heard anything about this guy his whole entire life he makes a complaint now all of a sudden he's the worst guy in the world doesn't seem at
1: all out of character doesn't that seem a could little there out of character
0: to it? could there be some more to it could he be telling the truth could she be telling the truth could this really be going on
1: is um, that Just J
0: T? killing it today. I need to have you on the show. <laughs> J, this Could young man, up. he's only 21, 20 years old, 21 years old, 20
1: or 21. He nice. says you can't.
0: You can predict their pattern before they say it. You can win any argument if you know talking on Darvo. Absolutely,
1: that's a fact, and mm-hmm. that's the things people make that a habit of doing, it and they get really, really good at it. But if you understand know that about people, you can know that about yourself, and that's the thing when we talked about. You know, we keep talking about changing the narrative and normalizing certain things. Those are all very systemic and it goes on for long enough. It does become ingrained and then it's ingrained and then it's passed along generationally by generation. And it's something that at some point somebody has to kind of stop the pattern. They have to stop that. You know, in my family, we were very big on assimilation when I was younger. Assimilate, 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 try to fit in, try to whatever. But as I grew up, you kind of notice and realize that there's no amount of assimilation that is ever going to make you not what you are. Right. So you don't have to always do that. But you have to break that pattern at some point and say, I don't need to assimilate. You're going to accept me how for how I am, who I am and what I am, period. Right.
0: So you can't. And that a lot know. of times gets you blackballed and get you. <sighs> People that's don't like that's you. what happened to me. Like, I, honestly, in a lot of situations I've been in is that I just I refuse to assimilate. I'm going to be who I am. I could be internally screaming. But I'm still be me on the outside. So you'll never know. But you'll get labeled. that I'm going through it. But I'll get labeled as a person who's just just failure to Trouble adapt. Under. does a troublemaker. Doesn't want to do this. Doesn't want to. I is. can't tell you. How I've, much, yeah. I've learned Darvo now. So you can't work that on <laughs> exactly. me.
2: Exactly. You
0: can't work that on me no more. Thanks, rem- thanks, Doc. I appreciate you. You know <laughs> what? You've been more helped than you even know. Yeah. You have t- you've helped turn me into the man that I need to be. And this is the reason why I'm able to stand out here and speak all these things and be as committed to being assertive in, in situations where I used to be passive. Um, or even aggressive in when I needed to be assertive. So I learned so many things from that experience. Yeah,
1: And passed it along to yeah. so, so many people. So, so,
0: and that's, that's the thing you got to do is knowledge no, as well. So I got to pass that on. Each one, teach one, motivate those things. So you see those hashtags, but I'm trying to live it best way I can. Yeah. Um. So I want to close by talking about the actual experience of going to the Capitol with guns. Uh, and. Um, let's not fake like they didn't understand that we were coming because they did. Um, let's not act like they weren't on their best behavior, but also let's not put them in the light that we've seen other police in. I let people show me who they are. That's mm-hmm. just me. So I've only had good experiences at the Capitol and I've been there many of times. I've been there many of times in the last couple months protesting, just going in there to, to watch things or whatever the case is. Um I've had great experiences with law enforcement at the Capitol. So given that, when we look at the picture of the white man yelling in the cops, in the cop's face and so on and so forth, a lot of people would say, oh, if those were black people, they would have. I don't want to just take that stance. I don't want to just say they would have because I don't know they would have. And like I said, I let a lot of people show me what they would do. Now, if we was in Ferguson, yes, they would have. I can guarantee you that. I've seen what they do down there. So ultimately, I want to applaud those uh those uh, law enforcement just for this aspect for how they handled themselves in that situation um because it could have gotten really out of hand if they had taken any action I think they kind of knew this situation uh today I'm saying I want to applaud them for how they handled us even though like I said I'm not going to act like they didn't know we were coming and they knew they would be <laughs> on their best behavior but um I want to applaud them for that instead of Downing them for not grabbing these people And doing what we don't want So this is another aspect of how I like to talk about these things I don't ever want to wish what we would get On somebody else because they don't get it White privilege is not a reason they need to get beat down We would just rather not have to deal with it So the white privilege wasn't a thing But I don't want to wish that on anybody else Because two wrongs don't make a right, right? So ultimately, I applaud those officers For not doing that to them or anybody else Hold your ground Be stoke You know uh, You know Um I guess I don't know the word I'm looking for. Um, You know, they they held their ground very uh, professionally and they handled their business correctly.
2: Yeah. So
0: I I applaud that. That was awesome that they did that. And I would expect them to do that in any situation. Now, on the flip side of that, take care of our representatives, y'all. Like, this is my call to y'all to make sure, ask them how they feel about situations. If you know something is coming, you know they're going to have a heated situation up there in law. and, And our lawmakers have to come in and out of there. Take some extra precautions. You know, I do that type of thing. If, I, if I'm in a party and people don't look like they're having a good time, I'm going to try to make sure they're all, I'm just a very empathetic person about the people around me. So somebody up there had to believe and think somebody could feel. Uncomfortable. Find out how
1: they're feeling and find out what they need.
0: Yeah. Find out. Exactly. How can Period. I how can I center you in this situation right now? I hear that a lot in organizing. Yeah. How can I center you in this situation? that may be exactly. detrimental to you. That may be these things make you. you feel a
1: certain way. Unsafe. Yeah. You know, so nervous. how can I help
0: you? And so that was one thing when I talked to one of the representatives that they talked about was nobody had any empathy for what they might have been going through at that time. Everybody who was a non-black, non-person of color was walking around like, "Who you do to do like it wasn't no thing because they weren't fearing those people out there. But nobody stopped. It's almost like if it had a KKK rally out there and they all had guns and they were all being super crazy. The black people in this room are going to be nervous. Take accountability and understand that, have a little empathy that the people next to you may be worried and and act accordingly even somebody even their own uh house members or congress or, or excuse me their own senators could have said hey this is crazy out here if you guys are all on this even keel and it's not a, a race situation look at the person next to you and think could they be feeling a certain way in this be situation? Could they be... in situation exactly so
1: period and you use the word expect you know that you, of, of expectations of them you're yes we can applaud them for not you know handling it in a way that should it should never be handled ever
2: right
1: um but then there is an expectation and that's where our actions today is a challenge we can't you know we can applaud you absolutely and we get, we'll we'll always give credit where credit's due we, we try to remain as unbiased and objective as we possibly can but it's typically going to be coupled with a challenge and the challenge was we're trying to normalize a certain behavior in a visual and make it so that it's not a situation where it's this huge thing to see black and brown people at the Capitol with guns, just like anybody else. So that challenge today is let's actually see how this goes. So it is coupled with the challenge. We're not going to just applaud you for your actions, but we're going to make sure that you're consistently applying that same, um, reserved nature and that same restraint
0: with our people,
1: with everyone, with our people. And they did today.
0: So ultimately that's what I wanted to say about that. When we went up there it was very inviting. Come on in. Never, nobody even acknowledged that we had weapons. We went into the house uh, building that's across the street from the Capitol. They so let us go upstairs.
1: One thing I did question, and I don't know. I do kind of want to find out. Um, they took our temperature. And I can't imagine that everybody that went in that day's temperature got taken.
0: So they took my temperature when I went in that, that one, so. one
1: day. But that, yeah. how could they have gotten that many people inside that uh, quickly with checking every single one, giving out a card to have to show that says went through all the screen well wait a minute that so that's today? the
0: thing they didn't do that when i went to the capitol they did that when we went to the house building and they gave us that card and a visitors pass when i True. went to when i went to the uh, capitol i didn't get any of that i literally walked in i told the officer that was sitting there that i had a weapon on me he said no problem this was what last wednesday when i did the interviews with all the people uh he was like i said i had a weapon on me He was like that's fine no problem i just need to take your temperature he took my temperature had me read that thing and said do you have any of those symptoms i said no he said you're fine to go ahead that was it and that was before thursday so that was was wednesday and before all that happened so i'm just saying i let people show me what they're going to do i'm not going to generalize anybody and say that all police or anything or all this or that or all those police would have acted i can't say what those police would do to us if we were in that position because i haven't seen us in that position with those particular Mm -hmm. police I was there today with six people that were armed and we we had a good experience with them. So mm-hmm. maybe really? those police are just on top of their shit and not assholes. I don't know.
1: Either way, what it, it happened the way it should happened. Since They're happen. on top
0: of their shit because we got representatives that needed us to come yeah, there. But I'm saying as far as racism you, yeah. goes, maybe they're on top of the shit. Maybe they're like a special parade group that has earned their right to be in the Capitol. And they're just yeah. the best of the best of the best.
1: Maybe. And at the very least, um, just do your jobs. Just do your job because we're not asking for anything special or anything like that. Today went off the way that Yeah, we just should. don't want
0: to get killed. Smack, yeah. handled, yeah. none of that Police shit. Police
1: called, anything, taken down, you know rights infringed on when other people didn't period yeah. so we did we did have a cool thing too when we went up there there was a uh healthcare professional on the um at the capitol today and he uh, oh i forgot to, about that yeah do you have that picture i do got that picture. Thought that was really cool he asked if he could take a selfie with my phone uh, with us um kind of for Man. us because he, he stood and talked to before us
0: before my phone died. my phone's been crazy <laughs> it's, in it's in the, the shared good. album
1: i believe i'm about to send it um, but i thought that was really cool because he was there just with a sign um oh, what did his sign say i can't remember I it was name.
0: basically a black and or blue and red yep. lines that said we are together in this fight he said i want it said i want to go back to work but i want people to live as well so it was like he was there in support of us too cuz he was like thank you guys for coming up here and protecting them and making sure they got to where they needed to be um and he was in support of us and in support of uh in support of our governor obviously yeah. by by saying and he, we, just he, said he, I he chose want. life over money Yep um so this is the picture Wow, it came up really big This is the picture of us not social distancing but uh <laughs> this guy was a doctor <laughs> at McLaren and he was up here and had his um mac on him which is our miller. i'm sorry which yeah. is a uh um it's basically for doing um trachea or, or trakes and so on but anyways, he had his tool yeah yeah that's what i was talking about oh. but uh anyways um he was up here and he wanted to take a picture with us so he we, we asked him to take a picture of us and he was like oh can i take a picture with you guys yeah, too and to with our camera so guy if you're watching i don't think he probably is but here you are man Get a hold of us. We'll shoot this picture to you so you can have yeah. it. Yeah.
1: And he was kind of doing his own form of of a visual type uh, mm-hmm. demonstration type yep. thing for, for himself because he had a couple of people over there taking pictures of him. So, you know, there's he, he did it fine. He got his point across. He wanted it to be visual. He supported us. And he really said, we just all got to work together on this. And I appreciated that sentiment.
0: Right. Very they much. did look a little nervous when we turned the corner of walking up. Do you the remember? We're, I ain't going to lie. Oh, no, like everybody Mikey. turned around and just stopped. It was looking at us. Was like,
1: I to, I think I told Mikey, I'm like, I feel like she just peed a little. Yeah, the she way she looked, did. she was like, and everybody just kind of
0: stopped. But everybody kind of took a deep breath and got
1: over it immediately. And then, you know, we're like, hello. She
0: checked their biases real quick. She, she, she had them and then she checked she it. That's what has to happen. Kinda, you know, we're not asking you not to have those biases. I'd be nervous as hell. But check that shit right remember there. Remember the guy when in the way his work, on his way to work? <laughs> when he first oh, saw us oh yeah he's seen us. we were loading <laughs> up he was like fuck
1: literally and he said it in this weird way of just like "Fuck!"
0: but well, he <laughs> might have thought we were there protesting <laughs> to like
1: yeah he might have thought it was going to be negative or whatever but yeah. i just was like change
0: oh. the narrative
1: yes that's important
0: yes so anyways um, you guys we appreciate y'all for coming on we hope we answered most of y'all questions i guess stay attention, stay paying attention to the media um it sounds like they're talking about this a lot which is good it's not a bad thing when you want to change the narrative you got to have somebody behind you pushing it so at the end of the day that's what we're doing here um outside of that what can i say um stay tuned we're back friday y'all
1: yeah we'll be back friday and i'm sure more will come you know as far as friday today the the lawsuit got filed against our governor yeah by by the republicans um it's on the table to ban guns
0: in, no they're the from the capital they're gonna have for a the capital they're gonna have a meeting on monday supposedly and that's on the table to do it but they don't even know if that committee that they have together it's like the oversight committee of the Capitol, they're the ones that talk about like restoring the capital and kind of make the general rules and
1: yeah it's in like the very early stages but so it's, it's, it's they, they don't, don't know on if the they table, have the power to do that no, or not. but it's really definitely don't.
0: being talked about yeah so
1: uh also banning um confederate flags on the Capitol, yes. that's on the that's table a, as well. that's a so law though they're trying to put that yeah in they're trying to law. put that in as a law so there's a lot of things in the work i'm sure we'll have some updates Man, and things to talk I, about
0: on friday first time i ever did this though i went sat in a committee today that shit is it's it, i mean it's like awe-inspiring yo like i don't know it's about cool. y'all but it's the same feeling i got when i was in washington dc it's like it's like wow i'm in i'm in a situation like that capital is like almost what 150 years old, something like that. It's crazy They've how. Told us and I never. Yeah, it's crazy how it old that place is. But I mean, when you sit in there and you listening to them make the make the laws and they're voting and they're doing all of that, and then they had um, the uh, Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist was up there and he's mm-hmm. the president and he was sitting up there and like. I don't know. It was just crazy being in there. Like, I got to go back in there and really sit down and watch it and pay attention to it. Yeah, when it's it. a different situation. Yeah, when I'm not in there. Know
1: what's on the table yeah. specifically that they're discussing. Yes. And, you and know, when it's, it's open to all of yeah, us. Anytime they have
0: a committee or anything like that, any votes yeah. or anything, all of that stuff is open to us. There's so, a gallery
1: awesome. and you can go in and listen and watch. So Yeah.
0: So, we love y'all, guys. We will talk with y'all on Friday. Stay tuned to America Twenty to Life. Um, our personal pages. Keep up with us. We love y'all. So... Talk to you Friday. Talk to y'all and not about you. Peace.